Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Hosts Nick, Mike, and Chad take their water cooler talk from the office to the web as they discuss their favorite movies, shows, and all other content in between. In this week's episode, the boys revisit a concept from back in the early days of the podcast, the top three shows on the big three streaming services, and reveal which shows and services made the cut this year. So, what's the top three on the big three, 2021 edition? Showboys. My name's Mike, and I'm joined uh, by my fabulous co-hosts, uh, Nick and Chad. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm I'm glad Chad is officially a co-host. Finally and got you, a co-host. And you, yeah. and you acknowledge that. Yeah, not just he's here uh, pretty much every week. Uh, <laughs> he just kind of shows up. Poor guy. Um, yes, Chad, official co-host. Yes. Yes, um, it's good. It's good to hear you say that. Finally, yeah, well, I'm glad. <laughs> um, yes, how are you guys doing tonight? Fantasia, how are you? <laughs> All right, I had to like uh, be conscious of how I said hi there when we came in. Hi, I like scare Chad. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, got another episode of the podcast for you guys tonight. Uh, should be a fun one. Uh, we're gonna revisit a topic, you know, that uh, we did very early on. What was it, episode four or something like that, Nick? Um, very, very early on when Cody was uh, with us. Uh, well, that makes it sound like he's dead, he's definitely not dead. <laughs> um, but <laughs> back when Cody was uh, doing the show with us. Uh, we did uh, our top three on the big three. Uh, we thought, you know, it's been a little over a year since we did that episode. It's probably time to uh, put out another top three on maybe a new big three. Uh, so we'll get into that. Uh, but first, we got to shout out our top tier patrons, Tim B and Yusuf H. Thank you guys so much for your continued support. It means the world to us, and we are so grateful. Uh, if you're interested in being as cool as Yusuf and Tim, you can go to patreon.com slash showboys podcast, just like Chad said before the episode started. <clears throat> uh, and check out all the perks and rewards we have for the four different tiers we have over there. Um, it would mean a lot to us. You would get some cool stuff in return. And yeah. If you're not able to support us financially, we're just glad that you're here watching, and we just ask that you would subscribe if you like what you're hearing uh, and share with your friends. Um, we also have the merch shop, which is uh, linked in the episode description. Got a bunch of cool stuff over there. Go check it out. Uh, it's it's cold these days, so you know, Burn. nice nice warm showboys hoodie would serve you well right about now. Um, and then we still have the Showboys survey floating around out there in our Discord and on our Twitter. So if you could take a few moments, and by moments I mean probably like five minutes, and just uh, answer a few questions, help us um, 
<laughs> help us uh, improve and learn uh, from your experiences listening or watching the show. Um, now we got all that boring crap out of the way. Um, Nick. Well, I guess first we should explain what the top three on the big three actually means. If you didn't watch Probably, all the way yeah. back in episode four. Uh so back then, we picked our top three uh, shows or movies from what we considered the big three streaming services, which back then were uh, Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime, at least in our eyes. Uh, it was really fun, um, you know, because we, we, we talked about before how we all kind of generally like the same thing, but we're there's enough variety between the three of us uh, that we also like a lot of different things. So I think uh, in that episode, I don't even know if we had any duplicate uh, picks between the three of us and uh, like the genres of the shows and stuff that we uh, talked about were vastly different between the three of us. So it was really cool. Um, I know I walked away with some extra things to add to my backlog. Uh, I'm sure the other guys did and hopefully the listeners did as well. Uh, so that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to do our top three shows and or movies on what we consider to be the top three, the big three um, streaming services right now, which uh, would be Netflix, HBO Max, and Disney Plus. Uh, and Nick, you have some information that helped you know, lead us to these three streaming services. So what, what, did, what did you find? Yeah, so I mean, obviously, we we pick those just because I think they're favorites of ours, and it's just kind of where we see the strongest content coming from. But that's not to ever discount or discredit the other services, because I think unlike uh, you know a little over a year ago, the three we picked then were pretty straightforward, right? It was much different. I mean, just a year ago, right? That was September 2020 when we did that episode, and just then it was so much more different than it is now. Mm. Um, so, you know, we definitely picked these three because we liked them. But then I went and kind of looked up. I was like, well, what what are by the numbers, right? The the big ones, like how how they stack rank these days. Um, so there's a good article here on Screen Rant as of November twentieth, which is fairly recent. Um, kind of getting those end of the year numbers, and I'm just gonna quickly go through it, and then we can kind of talk about it here at the end. Um. So Paramount Plus comes in at 12th. No figures really known there, so I don't know why it's listed. Um, but then at 11 is Shudder at 1 million subscribers, and that is the horror-only platform, which is pretty popular um, recently. For being for me not knowing about it until last October, um, this past October, and then it really is kind of coming out of nowhere. It's that niche horror yeah. people culture which is great um espn plus almost 15 million um and these are just kind of down at the bottom i think the top like six or seven are the most interesting uh discovery plus at 18 million apple tv at 19 million so this is where we're going to start jumping into bigger numbers what number is that one that's number eight um apple tv so 19 million that's that's not bad considering apple tv really just kind of picked up steam this year um in the past year so that's where it's going to start going up there and i think apple tv will be something 
we cover next year when we do this. I just have a feeling they're really going to pick up steam here. Um, especially it's as, pretty cheap. It's only like five bucks. It's cheap, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of different, like, whether it's Apple, cell phone carriers and providers, like, you can get it a lot of different ways. And that's kind of also a thing with just a lot of streaming platforms these days. I know I know, um, my brother-in-law, like, through Verizon gets, like, Netflix and Hulu, I think, <laughs> through there. So, like, you can get them bundled all different ways. But I know Apple TV, there's a lot of different ways to get that. But like you said, it's, it's pretty cheap. It's, like, what, six mm-hmm. bucks a month? for like the base just get yep. access to watch stuff so that's pretty fair um coming at seven is hulu at 42.8 million um so about double what apple tv is and then we have hbo max at 45 million peacock at 54 million wow peacock is more than hbo max <laughs> right it's interesting <laughs> Is there's but isn't there a free version of Peacock? Yes, I think that's where um, there is only 10 million paying subscribers. Oh, see, gotta be careful. And this is where this is where I think there is some discussion to be had, and where I can kind of justify why our top three kind of are arguably the top three, if not like definitely the top five. Um, even though HBO here is a little bit you know, it's listed at six. Um, but I feel like the Peacock thing doesn't really count. Nope. Um, Disney, 118 million subscribers. Big jump here. And that's number four. <coughs> Crunchyroll at 120 million subscribers. Now, I'm going to, while Crunchyroll, can't that's a discount huge number, the uh, anime fans. Can't discount the anime fans, but also just in the realm, though, of like general population, like Crunchyroll is a pretty niche thing. Much like um, the horror yeah, subscription Shutter. is, yeah, Shutter. I mean, it's pretty niche. I mean, it's insanely popular and stuff. But I mean, that's a pretty. I think there's this pretty specific demographics that are <laughs> yeah. contributing to that. Um, and then Amazon Prime at 175 million. Now, this one is the biggest eyebrow raiser for me um, because everyone that has Prime delivery, Amazon Prime, gets prime streaming service so of okay so this is what amazon announced last year of the 200 million prime subscribers they have 175 million of those streamed a movie or tv show on prime over the past year i don't know if that quite like gets it there for me because sure they logged in they watched something in the past year, that's not to say that's not the same as someone that says I subscribe to Netflix all year long and watch stuff on Netflix all year long. Yeah. So I would dock Prime quite a bit. Um, I definitely think it's a it's a, you know it's four in my mind. Um, it was on our list last year, and yeah. I think that's fair. But um, they have good content, but it just doesn't ride as heavy as I feel like some of these other ones have been this year. And then of course at number one. Um, and this one, I, there's just no way you can discount this one. It's Netflix at 213 million. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're signed up for Netflix, you're not signing up for free delivery. Like you're <laughs> right. signing up for Netflix. <laughs> um, so with all that kind of laid out there, I mean, obviously Netflix is always going to be on there unless something crazy happens. Um, so I'm okay with like Crunchyroll and Prime <laughs> kind of falling out of 
this episode as far as like a primary one we talk about. I think that it'll come up in other areas, but I'll see Disney Plus um, and then HBO in terms of that. What is that like? It's like the television tier of streaming services in my mind. Like it's the top of the, you know, your peacocks, your um, your stars and all those different package groups. Right. HBO has always kind of been the premier candidate there in my mind. So I feel like our three are justified this time around. But I think uh, especially through Answer the Boys, we'll, we'll touch on a little bit of everything through the episode but we'll we'll leave our focus on these three just to keep it maybe two hours long (laughs) (laughs) right after the marathon last week yeah um biosiv says hulu is my main right and he also loves crunchyroll and shutter um yeah i like right when biosiv typed that comment in uh, i was literally about to be like Wow, people still watch Hulu. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, apparently people do. It's just the, the I'm, I'm not paying the extra for the the ad free, but every time I watch, I'm like really tempted because right. it's just not worth it at that point. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think Hulu's numbers have got to be swayed too with Hulu Live, right? Or is this just the the. No, this 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 is the, the basic, the ad free, um, and even the bundle that includes live TV. Right. So, so a lot of people use that for their actual cable. So that's why those numbers are probably swayed. But yeah, Hulu just sucks, man. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Like I'll, I'll say it. I, I I will never voluntarily put Hulu in the top three of of uh, streaming services. If I chose to pay for like ad free Hulu it would easily jump pretty high, you know, it would jump much further up there for me. Um, that's the key to Hulu. It's the ads that kill it. Right. We've obviously talked about that in the past. Um, and they're just kind of like, it's that web to weave through. Yeah. If they f- fix their ad problem, it would go away. I feel like to me, Hulu is just marginally above prime. Um, mm. And that's just because being able to stay current with current shows, you know, mm. Since I'd I reverse have, that for I myself. I, for me personally, too, I would reverse that also, yeah. Oh, really? Um, I don't have cable or any way to watch live TV, so the being able to watch you know, what we do in the shadows the day after is pretty clutch. Um, but when I say marginally, I mean like the thinnest of hairs. Like, yeah. What um, we do in the shadows got it over the line for you. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> like that and Dave and like, I mean, Hulu... I, I put them in the same category because like when they when they have their content like it's good but there right. there's a lot of dry seasons where either there's no like amazing Hulu originals out right now or you know the shows like Dave and Shadows are in the off season right so there's just no reason to have Hulu and I find myself doing the same thing with Prime. When Prime, when the original uh, series are are in full swing on Prime, it's amazing. They have really good originals. But when they're in the off season, like there's, I don't find much <laughs> on there. There's right. a lot on there, and I feel like if I watched movies at home more, I probably would love Prime a lot more than I do now because the the newer release movies show up on prime video for free a lot quicker than they do most other, uh, services. Yeah. Um, 
but I just don't like watching movies at home. I'd rather go see them in theaters, but you know, I don't see them in theater. So then yeah. I just <laughs> stare at them in my watch list on prime and be like, man, I should watch this movie. It's free right now. Man, I should have watched did. that in theaters. Yeah. But I never did. Yep. Um, BioCiv says, we'll talk about the Hulu thing another time. I have an argument for it. And he goes on to say, Mike is touching on it. That's what, what I Mike do. does. Let's see how terrible. I touch <laughs> on it. Um, but yeah, I think, I wonder how many of the like Hulu... And ESPN Plus subscriptions are counted Bundled. in the bundle with Disney yeah. Plus because those three come together. Um, I, yeah. I want so badly to like ESPN, but it just is completely broken on PlayStation, which is what I use to stream oh, most of my it? stuff. It's like it's not even you can't even use it. You can't even look through stuff, let alone play anything. It's like nice. baffling that it's as bad as it is. I like uh, I've considered doing I, I uh, definitely chip in my brother with my brother in law for his Disney Plus account for sure. I'm definitely not using it for free. Um, <laughs> but uh, before we decided to do that, uh, I was considering doing the bundle with Hulu and ESPN. It's Plus. a steal. Yeah, it's um, a steal, really. Because I love watching UFC and all the like fight nights and prelims and stuff. Well, I shouldn't say all, but like a vast majority of them are on ESPN Plus. And so, yeah, since I don't have ESPN Plus, I come down here and get on very trusty and safe sites like crackstreams.io. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> watch the fights. Yeah, I always go to, I always go to for like the big boxing, like Conor McGregor and, and Mayweather. I went to Twitch actually. The, the only thing yeah. that's annoying about Twitch is that like, they get shut down in the middle, so you have to constantly move yeah. through. through they're like, uh, like it's on in the background, like yeah, over yeah. the person's shoulder, <laughs> so they can't like get in trouble for streaming the fight. Yeah, or um, <clears throat> yeah, I've done that a few times too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited about the three that we chose. Uh, I was least excited about Disney Plus just because I feel like. It's going to be heavy like in one two, category. Yeah, I there's think. like yeah. two reasons you watch Disney Plus unless <laughs> right. you're a child. Um, but I think I came up with some cool ones regardless. Uh, I'm excited to dig into it. We also did, so we chose our top three and then uh, a show that we're, or a movie that we're looking forward to coming to the platform. Um, so yeah, I, I'm really excited to dig into this stuff. So um are you guys ready to start or anything else we got to get out of the way beforehand no okay um well let's go with let's let's get disney plus out of the way we'll we'll do disney now <laughs> we'll save uh the best for last and then we'll argue about which is better between netflix or hbo but... top nine <laughs> <laughs> yeah here we go disney plus uh, I go last on this one because it's the one I'm looking least forward to. So let's let, let's let Chad go, our new official host of Showboys. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, I will take the floor. So so yeah, I did say that this, at least for me personally, this category is heavy in 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 something. Um, but like oh wait, wait, said, wait. There's, oh, are we gonna go in like? Num- like number three to number one being like our most yeah, favorite. Or yeah, are we I just mean, gonna well, s- any order. 
Yeah, I, I gotta be honest with you. Uh, I don't know that I have mine in any specific way. Yeah, me neither. I don't either, but I was just okay. <laughs> wondering if maybe we do it on the fly or not. Okay, yeah. sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, I don't well, really I don't... have mine necessarily in, in any specific order. So, uh, but my first one, and it's, yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy to guess. It's Star Wars Clone Wars. Whoa. Um, nice. I mean, real, real curveball there, right? So, <laughs> yeah. so That's for me, that kind of is surprising. I did not really? see that coming. Yeah. 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 Wow. Interesting. And do you uh, know Chad? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, so I have to, I, I mean, I got to be honest. This, this show is, is, I think a lot of people give it a bad name because it's a cartoon, right? And most right. people think that it's probably for kids, but there's some dark crap in the show. <laughs> like it's it's not necessarily for kids on a lot of the episodes. So, I, dude, I don't Yoda know. goes on like a space force trip. Yeah, for like yeah. six episodes. <laughs> yeah, dude. right, right. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. It's like I I, I love the prequel movies, obviously. Um, I grew up with them, but I feel like this does the Clone Wars far more justice than any of those movies ever did or ever yeah. even got close to doing. And uh, I, I also need to throw in Rebels in this category, too. And and it's it's just a split between what you're you're looking for. If you want a prequel feel, then it's Clone Wars, obviously. If you want the the Empire feel, then it's Rebels. But I think they're both equally good. Rebels is a lot shorter, I think, at four seasons, right? Yeah. Yeah, but Rebels is four and Clone Wars is seven. Yeah, um, Clone Wars introduced a lot of really cool characters, and I felt Rebels did the same exact thing. The Inquisitor is one of my favorite characters that's come from Star Wars in the past 15 years, probably. Unfortunately, it isn't, you know, we don't see a lot of them, <laughs> but I just like the idea of the Inquisitors. So yeah. it's cool seeing that stuff. Yeah, pretty easy, easy pick for me. Not so, to make this a, a Star Wars episode, but, <laughs> you know, what else kind of what other media captures the idea of like a galactic conflict, right? A war raging across like the entire galaxy. Yeah. Um, and I mean, to me, that's why it's so great that Clone Wars, you know, it, it's tw 12 seasons. Wait, no, seven seasons long. Mm -hmm. Um. Right. And there, you know, there's lots of episodes. There's just so much to cover. And like, you feel like you still barely scratch the surface because the story it's trying to tell. And the reason why, you know, the space between episode two and three should get like a 20 season series. <laughs> yeah. And everything else on top, because it's telling this tale of like a galactic conflict that right. I don't think really much else conveys to that no. scale yeah not at all and i think it, it it really fills in the story of obi-wan and anakin far better than than just the movies did yeah whereas if you watch clone wars in between two and three three is way more painful to watch than if you just watch two and then went to three and then you're like yeah, yeah like i know they're close obi-wan and, and anakin but you know there's just not a lot of meat there for you to yeah. chew on where clone wars kind of fills that gap so, uh, one, I think Chad is looking at my paper because that's I literally have <laughs> Rebels slash. I, I got specific for Clone Wars, but I had Rebels slash uh, four episode arc at the end of season seven of Clone Wars. Wow! Um, but before I get into my reason for those shows, uh, to your comment, Nick, about like what like media does the Galactic War thing like Star Wars. None, but I do honestly think Foundation has a chance to like build 
something to that level. Um, that show on Apple TV, I'm I'm telling you, it it has a lot of potential, and um, it's not just because they refer to something as the Galactic Empire. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, How do we set out to do this? Well, first, let's name one side the Galactic Empire. Yes, yes yeah. Yes. Step two. Yes, uh, profit. No, uh, there are um, rebels. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but I think it does have the chance to do that. Um, so I, I seriously don't sleep on foundation. I think it it, it has a lot of. Uh, I think that, yeah, I think the hang up with shows like that is that they're competing with Star Wars, right? And and you're not going to compete with Star Wars. And 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 the shows that try to do that, which I don't know if the, I've never watched Foundation, but just mm-hmm. the fact that they now they they made them the Galactic Empire makes <laughs> right. me kind of think that they're trying to. Right. Uh, it's just not. It's going to be a losing battle. You got to come up with an original idea. The, an original they all wear uh, like gray plastic armor suits. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, uh, it, it's kind of like the MMO curse, right? Like, right. World of Warcraft exists, therefore every other MMO does not exist. Yeah, <laughs> because exactly. you just can't compete with it. Yeah. Um, no, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting. We'll see how it how it pans out, but uh, I, mean, I would we'll definitely be, check it out. If it pans out, it should take them like twenty years. We'll be right. like, yeah. So when 50. we're getting ready to go into the nursing home or whatever, <laughs> oh, that foundation! It finally. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, Tim from Funny Science Fiction uh, pointed this out when he was on for the Star Wars, or maybe it was the Order sixty six thing. I don't know. He was was he on both Order sixty six? Yeah, Order okay. sixty six. Uh, he was talking about how, you know, Clone Wars kind of started out childish, but very quickly <laughs> became yeah. more adult oriented um, because, yeah, there is some some crazy stuff. And uh, when I go down to what I specifically picked that that final four episodes, that arc with Ahsoka and um, the order being executed and the yeah. whole thing with them all like those, that's like four of the best episodes of. And maybe arguably anything that I've yep. seen. Um, I agree. I, I literally, it's funny you brought that up because I literally just watched the seventh season. I never watched the seventh season when it came yeah. out. So I literally just watched it last week. And those last four episodes, they even have a different feel to them. Like the oh, yeah, the intro is different, everything. Yeah, it's so um, good. Oh, it's, it's so good. Um, And then, like you guys were saying, it, it, it definitely fills in the holes of Anakin's character in the the prequels yeah uh and really explains how the the snap like you know what led up to him right you know, switching because it does feel of... a little rushed in the prequels yeah because he's just like oh, i'm angry because uh, i i can't be on the council and then right. he's just like <laughs> fine i'm just gonna kill everyone <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and then rebels uh that show is just super fun a lot of cool like new characters love Ezra, love Sabine. Um, and then they tie in Ahsoka and Anakin and uh, Maul even. Is Maul? Maul yeah. yeah, Maul makes an yeah. appearance there. Um, yeah, it's just, again, another show that starts, I mean, it's, it's I would say, probably more childish than Clone Wars, but uh, yeah, still I mean, to not... A, to a point, I, I, I would agree with that. It's pretty dark, too, though. Like, yeah, I, I, it's I remember, not like the Resistance uh, show. Right. That's, wait, that's child. Yeah, that's child oriented for sure. 
I tried my hardest to, yeah. to watch Resistance, couldn't get to it. But like, uh, I read a, I can't remember if I read like a Facebook post or watched a video where they were trying to make the case that the rebels are actually the bad guys. They're like the terrorists. And it really shot that theory shines through the most on rebels. Cause they're like doing bombings and stuff. It's yeah. like, well, I mean, it, I mean, it yeah. kind of, I could see why it would be that way or why yeah. somebody would think that. Um, yeah, but two, two great shows. And I, I agree that, maybe they get overlooked because they're animated and slightly aimed towards, you know, young, a younger audience. But uh, I would say uh, if you have overlooked them, uh, overlook them no more uh, because there's some really good uh, universe building and like stuff with the force, um, like in clone wars, when uh, they go to, I don't even know what the planet is, but then they have like, the the father and the son and daughter oh yeah yeah, yeah. um that whole thing was amazing uh ezra's like journey into the force or whatever that was was super interesting there's a lot of thrawn and then you get thrawn it's like yeah, yeah. it's they, like i said they're both fantastic it just depends what kind of star wars you're looking for if you're yeah. you're the older style original series then you go to rebels clone wars is the prequels obviously what's up steven morse how are you today sir uh thanks for tuning in bro he's literally my brother-in-law so i can say that bro <laughs> nice. um but yeah so uh that covers uh, chad and i's uh first uh selection here for disney what about you nick was that three things or is that one thing that was just one thing yep one thing Oh, okay. 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 I see what we're doing. I see what we're doing. So, um, yeah, just to get this out of the way right at the beginning, like if you have kids watching Canto, because good <laughs> Lord, that movie is so good. Um, one, the music's just like off the charts Two, Um, it's one of those movies like you keep watching it and you see like something different every time. And the story is so well-crafted like together that there's just so much meaning in like everything that happens. And it's just a very well animated written story and scored uh musical. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, it's, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to miss it here shortly. Like it's probably going to be like a, I, I expect it to be like a frozen kind of like event. Yeah. Um, right. We don't talk about Bruno. Dude. It's so good. <laughs> so good you know my kids have watched it probably like 20 times and i still haven't seen the whole thing <clears throat> yeah um daycare daycare is like um or mason's class is like shut down for like the next five days because a kid in there had covid um but so he's uh home today and tomorrow and mlk day is on monday so you'll also be yeah. home but lots um, of canto yeah canto <laughs> wife's been saying Encanto is life um and you know we probably watched it like twice today like throughout the day um yeah. just it being on uh he loves it canto canto <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> um you know for for my uh next selection uh, I also have uh, some kids stuff on here uh, because yeah. Disney Plus, I mean, there's some really good kids stuff. And since I have two children that, well, I have three, but two of them actually know what they're watching because the other one's like six months old. <laughs> um, I didn't want to put Encanto because I haven't seen it myself. And I figured you probably would put it on there. Yeah. 
but I put uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. That movie. Was oh, awesome. that one's so good. good. So good. Yeah. Um, super good. Uh, my four year old runs around with her like little toy tuk tuk and like yeah, just, like rolls them around. And <laughs> it's friggin' hilarious. Uh, but I, I was having a hard time choosing just one, so I combined. This is another combination. Uh, but I have Ryan the Last Dragon, and then of course Bluey. Like, yeah, I can't not talk about Bluey. I love that. That's show. on Disney. Is that on Disney? Yeah, it is yeah. on Disney. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you're a parent, like, and you watch Bluey and can't relate to it like i don't understand <laughs> like what you're doing as a parent because i feel like that show like nails thing like parenting perfectly like it's like the stuff that the kids do in that show is like hysterical and so relatable yeah. um it's it's just a really funny show too um i love it i i i really enjoy watching it with the girls um and yeah 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 i think my youngest watches bluey because it's on my disney plus like in the continue watch section (laughs) um i'd never personally see it but ryan the last dragon i I actually have a funny story about ryan the last dragon so uh brady and i who's my oldest we were watching uh shang chi and uh we're watching the movie he's got like a freakish ability to pull out voice actors for whatever reason Mm -hmm. (laughs) So he's like, we're watching the, nice. the, one of the big fight scenes in that movie. And he's like, I'm pretty sure that that girl right there is the voice of the dragon in, in Raya and the Last Dragon. And I'm like, I, I mean, I don't think so. I always doubt him every time we come around. I should know better because it's like the fourth or fifth time he's done this. <laughs> so I looked it up and, and sure enough, that's the voice actor for the dragon. He's like, mm-hmm. when she was saying, there's like a point where she's singing in the movie, and she's like, he's like, when I uh, when I heard her singing, I just knew it was her. I was like, whatever. I think she's bro. a comedian. Uh, yeah, I think Aquafina yeah. or whatever. Is that who? Yeah, is? yeah. Uh, good old Sisu. Um, yeah, and then like uh, <laughs> the four year old would just walk around the house and then like turn to stone and just be like, <laughs> yeah. We're <laughs> like, okay, you can not be stone anymore. <laughs> Uh, it's just so funny. Um, but yeah, what, what's your next one, Chad? So another uh, real curveball here, and it's the Mandalorian, obviously, right? Oh man. Um, so sorry, but I, I also <laughs> love how in our text you're like, "Man, I'm gonna have all these shows and stuff that <laughs> so, nobody's probably so, ever heard." So, well, I mean, here you kind of said it at the beginning with Disney Plus. I think, I think the other ones you're not gonna, we're not gonna overlap in Netflix, and we might overlap in Netflix, but not definitely not HBO. Okay. So yeah, um, true. yeah. I mean, there's just not that much on Disney Plus when you're looking for yeah. mo- good shows, especially yeah. right now in its kind of infancy stage that it's in. Um, but yeah, the, yeah. I mean, obviously, The Mandalorian, first live action Star Wars series, um, right? Yeah, it's a no-brainer. It, wasn't if you it, haven't watched it, go ahead. I mean, wasn't it like, uh, that was before any of the Marvel series came out, too. Correct. It was like the reason you got Disney Plus exactly. when it first came out. And that's when I was trying to think. I was like, yeah, there's Mandalorian, of course. But, like, is there any other ones that, like, you know, especially Star Wars that need to kind of, like, take on? Like, should I count Book of Boba Fett and all that? But I was like, nah. Yeah. I was like, the whole reason just about anyone, if it, you didn't get getting it from the movie, the Disney movies 
when it came out, it was the watch the Mandalorian and one, it didn't like miss. It was a, you know, a smash hit. So, right. Um, that's obviously like a main reason to even purchase the service in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it launched day one on Disney plus or or relatively soon. Yeah. And Disney Plus, when it launched, it had a lot on there, but there was a lot that was missing because there was like right. still stuff on Netflix and Hulu and contracts and all kinds of crazy all the original stuff. content wasn't like quite going yet. Right. So, so I do remember like you know you watch you finish Mando and you're like, well, do I need this still? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let me cancel for like a couple yeah, months until for sure. uh, WandaVision comes out. Yeah, for sure. I think uh I think now obviously though it's well worth the the admission oh, yeah. price now yes. that they fill out their library. If you're even remotely into Marvel and, and Star Wars, this is the place where you're getting everything. So but yeah, I, I you know the Mandalorian was I always ha- was intrigued by the bounty hunters in Star Wars, so it was cool to see a, a story about one. Um I thought they were gonna do a Boba Fett series to start. Um but, you know, the Mandalorian kind of filled that void and only he almost in a way feels like Boba Fett. And then just the story it tells, I think, is great. I, I have gripes with like the length of some episodes we talked about before. But, yeah, it's just it has to be on the list. It has to be for me personally. Yeah. And like the impact of Mando will slowly evolve over time because the term Mandoverse is already coined, right? And that's a pretty big thing already. Like when you're talking about eras of Star Wars, like he's already, that's already has its own little era. Right. Um, and we already have our own little subgroup of t- shows that belong to the Mandoverse. Um, yeah. And many more to come. Yeah. That's always the cool thing about Star Wars as a whole. Like everything is that there's many different eras and they all feel pretty radically different from one another. So, right. If, if you're diving in, there's a lot of content for you to dive into in each of the eras. And they all feel very, very, very different. So, you know, anytime I dive into Star Wars, it's usually a, a long kick of mine because there's just so much to get through and so much to sift through. And, and in terms of like them building out their catalog, um, you know, over over the year, a couple of years here now, um, if you go on there, all the Ewok adventures from like the 90s around there like some like just terrible things that like you should probably never watch like it's all on there the christmas special i think is on there too now yeah yeah somehow i got in like the you know what to watch next after watching i think it was probably boba and i was just like wow all this stuff's on here like i'm probably never gonna watch it but like it's nice to know that it's here right (laughs) mike you're muted i think no he's not i can hear his pokemon bowl swirling oh uh, it said i was muted so maybe you have like supersonic hearing supersonic hearing (laughs) um yeah i was uh i thought one of you guys would put mando or boba on there so i left it off mine um good call yeah i wonder if uh disney plus was on like the theta upload schedule or something like at the start, <laughs> they could only do like one movie or show every seven. It did days. seem slow for sure, especially through like at, at the end of exactly what Nick said at the end of the Mandalorian. You're like, okay, well, I mean, do I, do I really need this anymore? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, there, yeah, there's a lot of key stuff missing, but all good now. Um, my last one for Disney Plus, uh, again. This one was a, a tough one for me to narrow down. The other two, I, I was pretty 
uh, I was able to to make like one choice per, you know, thing. But uh, this one is a toss up between Loki and Hawkeye uh, for Marvel series. Um, like we said before, Falcon and Winter Soldier for me at least, even though we did the companion series on it and I, I liked it, it's probably my least favorite of the MCU shows right now. Um, and Hawkeye was pretty great. I love the fact that we got Kingpin spoiler alert. I mean, I know it's, it's been a couple weeks, so sorry. Uh, you <laughs> probably had it spoiled elsewhere if you haven't seen right. it before. Um, but the fact that we got that crossover from the Netflix, uh, Marvel universe into the actual MCU, the same actor, um, I mean, it's gonna, it's like a soft reboot of the character, but you know, it's still Fisk played by Vincent D'Onofrio, which is awesome. Um, Jeremy Renner is one of my favorite actors. He's, he's like a uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, you know, we talked about before, uh, not to yeah. go on like a Jilly love fest, but, um, <laughs> he's just one of those actors where you're like, you, there, it's like a sleeper actor, right? You you just kind of forget about him until you see him in something. And you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I love He's this. Actually, guy. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree and then, with you. so like, uh, Jeremy Renner is one of those guys for me where I love almost everything he's in, but like, oftentimes I'll be like, oh yeah, I forgot about Jeremy Renner. Yeah, right. Um, you never seek him out. Yeah, yeah. I, I I love him, and I, I've never seen anything that he's been in that I didn't like. To be honest yeah. with you, he's just kind of a turd in real life from what i hear so, <laughs> yeah. so i have a hard time watching some of his stuff now after reading stories about him online yeah. so um but in full disclosure hawkeye was my my third uh show oh nice so um we did a good job of tying into one of one we of did we art. weaved all all yeah. together um but like the introduction of kate bishop was awesome i think the casting was great there yeah absolutely um, yeah. and like we talked about in our brief chat about hawkeye just a, the thing that these mcu series are doing so great that i appreciate so much is showing the impact of the snap and the blip yeah and just like with hawkeye being a normal human dude who's just really good at shooting trick arrows um it's awesome to see like the wear and tear he's been through yeah and like how he like his physical body is like dealing with being a superhero for like a decade with the avengers or whatever right um yeah things I think that, that that leads to like a lot of comedic parts of that show yeah too. yeah like yeah a subway thing is oh, yeah. hilarious where there where she says something <laughs> to him and then he just repeats it back yeah, word like for word but didn't hear yeah it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure um and then loki uh that was just a fantastic series uh very outside of the box for the mcu just like wandavision was uh all the the time travel variant multiverse stuff super cool uh and that just opened up a can of worms for the mcu which is always cool um but yeah that, that's my pick uh, so if you have more stuff to say on hawkeye please the floor is yours sir yeah i just uh, i just want to point out that it, for me it was just the <laughs> the the feeling it, daredevil will forever remain probably my my favorite marvel series and this is the the show out of all of them and in full disclosure, I've watched one episode of Loki, so I can't really judge if it's better or not. 
Mm-hmm. But for what I'm looking for out of these series personally, the like street level New York st- City story that they told in Hawkeye, just I, I loved it. Yeah. And then obviously Kingpin coming in was was fantastic. All the hearing problem stuff in it was hilarious. Some of the some of the trick arrows were funny. The like Ant Man arrow was hilarious. So yeah, it's a great show. I I'm sure from what I hear, Loki's probably better. Um, but me just being a purist for the Netflix series, <laughs> yeah. this is feels the most like those yeah. series out of all of them. Because those those series were fantastic. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Some of my favorite right. uh, Marvel stuff. Um, so hopefully, you know, I mean, I haven't seen No Way Home yet, and I know a certain somebody makes an appearance. <laughs> um, but hopefully, you know, these aren't the first and last uh, instances of Netflix characters, you know, appearing, getting the soft reboot into the MCU. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, do you have anything else for Disney, Nick? I do have my third. Nice. So Chad and I, are, you're, we're done, right? Yes, I'm done. Okay. Take us home, Nick. Well, we already mentioned a couple of times, but WandaVision. Um, oh, nice. That's the that's the one where I was like, you know, if you haven't seen anything MCU and you don't have Disney Plus, that's where you should start. Um, yeah. Just because it being their first show, I think that was a wonderful, you know, accident that it became their first show. It just, you know, to the detriment of Falcon Winter Soldier, you know, right. arguably, but rip yeah. that show. Um WandaVision just did so much more, I think, for the MCU in terms of just making it, just freshening it up, showing what they could do with the the series, you know, whereas I feel like Falcon Winter Soldier was more of the same, like just like movie drawn out into a series where WandaVision was like, we can do literally anything we want. And, you know, (laughs) they really kind of did that. And I loved everything about it. Plus, you know, I've said this many times before, you know, it took another otherwise side character. I didn't really know anything about and like kind of propelled her to like the forefront of my mind as like, oh, she's like a meta, a meta hero, meta, you know, character where she she's she dances. Broken. She she dan- Yeah, she's she's busted OP. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I want to see I want to see that kind of stuff happen because. That's when that's when yeah. that stuff gets good is when like Thanos walks in the room and we need to pull out all the the OP characters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we miss those patch notes, Nick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, WandaVision so, yeah, was great. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I actually really enjoyed WandaVision. I will admit that I really pushed back on that show when they first announced it because I was, like, they, I was like, they the first trailer was like, dude, what? What like you canceled Daredevil for this crap? What is this? Like it didn't even make sense. But after watching the show, I was like, okay, yeah, I can get behind it. I I, I didn't like the first two episodes. I thought it was weird, and uh, but I I get what they were doing, and then it all panned out at the end. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. I I would not have personally canceled Daredevil for any of these shows, but you know. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, I would say. Uh, out of all of the announced uh, MCU series at the start there, this was the one I was least excited about, but then ended yep. up being, you know, the one, one of I my was, favorite yeah, one ones. of my favorites too. Right. Um, 
just because it was so i know i said this about loki but like wandavision was so out of the box for marvel like doing the sitcom thing for like the first half right. of the this the series i was like wow they really are like getting out of their comfort zone and like messing with the mcu formula here i mean they returned to it at the tail end of the season but i was like wow this is super interesting to watch because i don't know what's like i don't know what they're doing like this is crazy um well yeah and while it's cool you know to see like you know the character arcs of the main heroes of like the first phase really you know like tony stark thor mm-hmm. like it took them like 10 movies to get to like yeah. their full circle like character yeah. development arc this like just took like side character scarlet witch and like just fast tracked it right in a series and just did so much character development and exploration and that's what's mm-hmm. so much and you know they did the same thing with loki and yeah all that and the jazz. cool thing is like they they're they still have a lot more to go but right. they were able to do so much in these limited series they caught them up to like yeah, everyone exactly. else right yeah which is what i want them to do with these series so bad is to like take the side characters and like explore them more um but yeah, yeah. uh before we move on to the next section uh let's just quickly do what we're looking forward to for me uh we're going to go Star Wars, uh, really looking forward to Andor and Obi-Wan. Uh, cannot wait for either of those. What about you, Chad? Yeah, so I, I totally uh, mistook this category. So we're going to we're gonna shoot from the hip here because uh, <laughs> I thought you meant what we were looking forward to watching that was already on. But yes, Obi-Wan. Oh, no, just... you, can do, you can do that too. Okay, it doesn't okay, have to cool. be like a new release. Okay, but I do want to, <laughs> I do want to, give a nod to obi-wan because i didn't even realize there was like a not a teaser for it but like a short thing on disney plus and i watched it last night and i'm like super amped for it it sounds awesome Andor sounds cool too um i'm not sure which one we're getting first is it Andor? i don't know Dude, yeah, i believe it's obi-wan. Know? it's obi-wan i hope it's i hope it's obi-wan because... i think obi-wan's this year Andor is next year yeah because uh i, I i'm itching f- to see those characters again to be honest with you and uh, they hint a lot in that little one-minute segment of what we're going to be seeing. But what I actually put in this category was I need to finish Star Wars Visions because, ugh, dude, the first episode, man, I just I loved every single. <laughs> yeah, it's only 22 minutes long, and I was like glued to the TV. Um, it's seven anime studios worked on separate uh, episodes of Star Wars anime which is like right up my alley. The first one's a retelling of one of my favorite movies of all time, Seven Samurai. It's an old, old samurai movie. Uh, it's a retelling of that with a Star Wars twist. It's almost like they made it for me. It's really bizarre. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. It's the same dude, thing when I was watching. I was like, wow. like Yeah. Dude, it's just all the samurai stuff and like the, the R2 unit has like a like a um one of those samurai hat. hats on yeah, yeah straw hats on i was like oh dude this is amazing and then the animation is is kind of like um it was uh, twisty too it, yeah it's it it's just cool man that I, I know they're not all gonna be like that just by looking at them i did catch i've been watching or i've been playing star wars the old republic lately so i've been catching it like out of the corner of my eye some of the other episodes some of them look good some of them look very anime kid anime um but that first episode dude what a way to set that show off so that's what i'm looking forward to returning to nice 
All right. What about you, Nick? Um, definitely Ahsoka. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm big excited yeah, for I that. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. Um, just because that's that's continuing Rebels. Yes. yes. And that's just huge because, believe it or not, but we've said it many times, Rebels is like one of the best like Star Wars stories. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. That is told. Um, I said it, it, it easily rivals like Clone Wars without season seven of Clone Wars. Uh, you know, I might put Rebels ahead of Clone Wars, um, just on the sheer fact that they did that in four seasons, right? Um, right, and like Clone Wars is kind of like you know, detriment to the fact that it was the first one, it's okay, but Rebels is just so clean, like, yeah, it's it clean, it's what, short, it sets out to do something, yeah, and it does yeah. it. It's the the downside to Clone Wars is it's just like twenty two episodes per season. But I totally well, forgot about yeah. Ahsoka. Yep. Um. I'm I'm very hopeful for Ahsoka or Obi Wan that we're going to see live action Inquisitors at some point. I think they they even hint at it in the Obi Wan thing. Call them Jedi hunters. And the, there there's like is there two different categories of like there's the Inquisitors, but then in the Disney series and the final one, there's a Jedi hunter that's mentioned. Are they the same thing or are they two hmm. separate organizations? I have no idea. Um, I we, guess we, will we did have out. a, there were some like rumors back when they were like saying like Mad Mickelson was going to, or I forget who. So they're talking about bringing back the, the grand inquisitor uh, from rebels, even though okay. he died, but they wanted to bring him back into like live action. And they were trying oh, to like, yeah, I think fit him into something, but I don't think that that never went anywhere. Every, every time that I watch revenge of the Sith, which I just watched literally before I came down here, (laughs) his rate, his race is in that series. Obi-Wan goes to fight Grievous and that's the the race. I I don't know what they are. Yes. I don't know what the race is though. Um, They're the vampire people. Yeah. 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 But every time I see him, I'm like, Oh dude, a live action freaking inquisitor (laughs) would be so cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm, when's I'm Ahsoka supposed to come? I think that's not until like 23, like, uh, 24. Yeah. That one might be the longest out. <laughs> Nick's like, I'm going, I'm playing the long game. Here. Yeah. <laughs> well, this category, I'm definitely like shooting from the hip because like, I don't need, I don't know. I just can't like, I don't have the foresight to like right. plan for shows. There's so many shows I need to like watch that have already come out that I yeah. just like, there's just no hope. Well, this, uh, yeah, that's. Yeah, th- this doesn't have to totally be like what we're looking forward to, like new releases. It yeah, could be yeah. uh, <clears throat> like Chad said, finishing up something or getting to something that you may have overlooked. Um, a, I mean, maybe that's like a downside to Disney. I guess like it's really easy to stay up to speed with Disney mm-hmm. also because like there, it's it's that pocket of like Star Wars, Marvel, Disney right, movies. Yeah. So it's right. like they're going to be good. You're going to watch them when they come out. Yeah. They're also not hour long episodes. So you can it, you know, they come out on Wednesdays when there's right. a series. So it's just super easy to stay caught up with Disney. So there's never too much. That I'm like, oh, I need to get around to that because like I yeah. even find time to pencil in all of the Marvel ones. And right. That's not something necessary. I would have done before Disney plus like, right. Uh, yeah, I'm all caught up with Marvel. I'm pretty sure outside of the movies, <laughs> which are all on there. So maybe that's what I need to say. Like, I need to watch the Eternals that just came out on there. Yeah, I, I need to watch. Yeah, I need to watch. Um, I need to watch that. Black I need to watch. All, I need to watch all the movies that came out since. Yeah. WandaVision came Endgame. out. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, Black Widow's good. Just a Black Widow story. Um, I really enjoyed uh 
Shang-Chi. I thought it was fantastic. My I'm son absolutely that. loved it. Um, I have little to no interest whatsoever in the Eternals, but I'll probably watch it at some point. It I'm just kinda, looks really snooze festy to me. I don't know. I'm kind of interested in that one. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm saying that from a point of I don't even think I watched a trailer of it. I've seen like a screenshot. I'm like, oh yeah, it kind of looks lame. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh man, dang, what was it? I don't remember what I was gonna say. That's not a big deal. Um, yeah, so let's uh let's duke it out and figure out which one uh, is next, HBO or Netflix. Uh, I proclaimed we would save best for last, so we have to. Do Netflix next? Yeah, okay, I agree. At HBO's best. Okay, so Netflix is next. Um, and for those of you uh, here watching the live stream, feel free to chime in uh, any shows that you particularly loved from Disney Plus or are looking forward to, or on Netflix as we uh, dive into Netflix here. Uh, which, by the way, we have uh, we got quite a few replies to the answer the boys. Uh, topic so i'm excited Boys. to get to that uh, and go through all of those uh but yeah so netflix uh nick why don't you start us off this time oh boy so here's the theme are you ready for this this is what you have to watch if you sign up for netflix you go have to go watch the witcher because that's just what <laughs> i'm gonna be on for the next like three months so be prepared um that's it, it's a good show i like it um it's a cool world henry Cavill is fantastic in it. Um, all the characters are pretty good in it. There are obviously like people have issues with the show. I mean, it's bound to happen. It's not a perfect show, but it's to me completely worth the watch. It's a fun show. It's dark. It's well done. Like as far as like how, you know, they, they, they well done in the sense that like, I tell they take their time and they actually like think out the things they do. They don't just kind of like throw stuff at, the screen and just like make it up as they go. It, they take time and care to do each episode with like a theme. Like there's usually a monster, like for the first half of the season, there's a monster in every episode. It's like true to the games and they just try to get all the details, right. And it plays a lot toward the fans of the games and the books. Um, and I really enjoy it. And the more I dive into this world, I also like the fact that I'm finding out that everything is separate. Like, the games aren't about the books. The books aren't about right. anything else. Even the show isn't about the game or the books. Like th yeah. they all run linear in chronological order. Um, but even like separate timelines, kind of like completely separate. And I just think that's also a cool way to tell a story because yeah, definitely. Um, I'm I'm mildly entertain the idea of reading or listening to the books, but yeah. then but there's like twelve of them. Yeah, and, there's a lot, yeah. And they were all b really big, too, I believe. Yeah, and, like, at first I was like, crap, that's scary. But then it was like, they're originally, like, all written in Polish. Right. Um, And I was like, I thought it was so cool that this all came out of Eastern Europe. And okay, Eastern hang European on a second. Uh, uh, let me stop you. Look at my I know. <laughs> okay. I know. <laughs> He's frozen in the most perfect. I got to try and take a screenshot because it's fantastic. I will. Continue. No, got it. Screenshot <laughs> taken. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just had to get, uh, it, get it, get it there. <laughs> no, that's worth it. Um, but yeah, I like just the more I dive into this, and I and I've been playing the game pretty consistently, and actually 
clearing the map, Chad. It's doable, dude. You can do yeah. it. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. I need to. I need to. But the I, problem is, is like I carved out in my mind, like the part of the map I was going to finish and complete. I did it. And then I was like, all right, time to start a new area. And then I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Because you feel like you did 9000 things in that little town and then you get to the other town and there's another 9000 things for you to do. Yeah, yeah. it's it. it's always the game that, you know, every few months I go back to. I, I, I'm waiting to watch the show. I've watched the first couple episodes of the first season. I think it's a, it, I, I think it has the potential to be a really good show. Yeah. Um, but I'm waiting till this remaster of the Witcher three comes out so I can watch it simultaneously with trying to knock out the rest of the map on the Witcher three. Um, and I, and Henry's great, you know, he's like us, he's a nerd, you know, yeah. and you can see that in the, in the projects that he's trying to pick up with mass effect and with the Witcher. Everything. So, yeah, every, Red Dead. Yeah. Red Dead's the latest rumor. Right. And he's uh, you know, he like built his own gaming PC and stuff. He's just a nerd like Gus. He just happens to be extremely fit and handsome, unlike us. And <laughs> an actor and, and an actor and really a very, very rich triple A actor. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um yeah, I uh froze out there, so uh yeah, it was apologize. great. It was worth uh, the entertainment the, factor of it. The the face that was in the the snapshot you guys took was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought maybe oh. it was like mid yawn or like mid cough yeah, no. and had some crazy. <laughs> just had I just looked surprised. Look. Yeah. <laughs> but the best is while he did that screenshot, you came back on it and just laughed, and then and then it cut out again. So it was just like, oh nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, somewhere in there, I was like, I hate you guys, uh, but that must not have gone <laughs> nope, through. <laughs> didn't. Just the laugh um, afterwards. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, you may have answered this, but uh, as someone who has not played the games or read the 12 Polish books, um, <laughs> watch it. Would I be able to watch the series and like know what's going on and appreciate what's going on and not yeah. be like completely lost? Yeah, because none of the books, games, or show overlap or tell the right. same story. All independent I think that, stories. I think that at least in the trailer looked like they were maybe telling some stories from The Witcher 3 in the second season. Um, but yeah, I think they all are kind of in their own ecosystem, so you can dive into it without yeah. knowing um, Very nice. anything about the games or books. It, it's, it's, and it's like, I think at a very abstract level, it's maybe like a hybrid anthology too, because yeah, th their stories and it's this bigger story narrative focused on tales of, you know, monsters. Um, mm. A lot of, especially a lot of like rare and like common monsters that are, are, you know, rare to us, but like very common in like Eastern Europe where that sort of lore just runs rampant. Like there right. was, you know, there's a monster for everything. Yeah, um, exactly. So it's it's kind of if you treat it like that that's kind of how i'm thinking about it and it's just super fun like it's really just collecting information about this world through all the different media nice. yeah but Very i am, well i am i i but chad to your point about like the the update coming to the game i was like i need to start it and actually get hooked to it and not wait for that or it's never going to happen i was like i have the <laughs> itch i feel it's time I'm in I'm in the zone. I just have to do it. And then I'm gonna yeah. be really happy once like the update comes and I see yeah. the change and right. do yeah, all that. I, my hang up is it, it like for your for your point, you, you did it perfectly because you're 
you're going to see the upgrade live because you're going to be playing it and you'll you'll see it. I unfortunately have played games that run significantly better frame rate since then, so it's hard for me to get back <laughs> to that frame. It's yeah. it's jarring. I I adjusted to it because I stream Spider Man in 30 FPS in both of those games, so I adjust to it over time. It's just a Heavens painful. Forbid. Yeah, painful thanks for hour. coming down to our pleb level yeah. over here. <laughs> 30 FPS. <laughs> um. Well, hopefully, uh, you don't get the Mass Effect. Uh, <laughs> deal that i got where uh right i bought it and then literally like two or three weeks later free on game pass yeah. which i pay for so i got it's I, just I, yeah. <laughs> sitting there like ah, you could have got me for free <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've been itching since i've been on my star wars kick here i've been itching to go back to mass effect oh dude i'm getting um, so close to finishing the first game i have two main story missions left yeah. I just went on uh, Vermeer last night. Yeah, so fun. Yeah, definitely. I, I I I got to be honest. I think the Old Republic really has its claws in me, and it feel it's a Bioware game, so it feels kind of like Mass Effect. Yeah. Um, and it's a good single player game. I'll be honest. I, that's how I'm playing it, 100. So You're playing the first one, the Old Republic, the MMO. Oh, the MMO. Okay. Yeah, not nice. Oh, the old you're, into, you're in the MMO. Wow. Yeah. Multiplayer yeah. game, Chad. Is that, yeah. So, so it's, yeah, it's, most. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it can be played single player very easily because there's yes. there's class stories that are really well. It's all voiced. It's all cutscenes and stuff. So it's it's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I played it back in the day and just trailed off of it and decided to dive back into it because uh. I needed a Star Wars game, and I wanted to wait to stream Jedi Fallen Order, which is like the only other Star Wars game to play right now. So there's a lot to play in the Old Republic. Yeah, dude. You t- yeah, you're telling me <laughs> it's a uh, little daunting at first, for sure. <clears throat> Platinum that? <laughs> never. Yeah, never. <laughs> dude, I so I I don't want to turn this into a game episode, but. Um, I looked. I frequently look up t- times to beat.com or whatever to see how long it, it takes to to beat a game before I yeah. dive into it. So Uncharted Four is like 15 hours to give you a baseline. I looked up the Old Republic and it was 83 to 553 hours to beat <laughs> give or the take. Old Republic. It was like nice. Well, first off, a that's such a massive range. Yeah, <laughs> 83 hours to 553. And that's the largest number I've ever seen on any game, obviously. I, yeah. I mean, it's an MMO, so. And super random numbers. Like, you can yeah. round down to, like, 80 and 550. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, when you're talking about 80 and 83, I don't think the three hours is going to make that much yeah, of a difference yeah. in a grand scheme of things. 83 is probably, like, to get to, like, the end game content level, of current yeah. and, like, max yeah. level and, like, finish the story. 500 yeah, but is probably the, like everything else added in. Right, but it, like I would have liked to have maybe like a breakdown of of it because it because there's, you know, that's a ton so of different impossible. characters. Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. That's probably like one playthrough. Like Right. That might not be counting the fact that there's like 12 classes. 12 class, right, exactly. <laughs> that might be one class, right. So you're like 2000 hours. To- yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's um, cool, man. I I you know, I probably will trail off of it as I do with MMOs, but it's the like I said with Star Wars, it just feels so different. It feels like Star Wars, but the Old Republic just feels different from anything else that that we have. Mm-hmm. I would love to see uh them do that in live action in in some capacity in the future. Someday. 
what's your uh, first show here for Netflix or movie? Yeah, so um, I, I I have one show, um, and it's you. I don't know oh, if you guys me? have ever seen you. Yes, you. No, you go. You. No, you. The show Wife you. watches it. <laughs> I watched so, the first season. It was pretty cool, but then the yeah. second season, I was like, eh, I don't know about this. Really interesting. Uh, I'm I'm might be the opposite on on that. So so. I watched this, so it's not. It wasn't originally a Netflix original. Um, I think actually the first season aired on Lifetime, if I remember that correctly, which is awful because nothing <laughs> good ever comes out of there. But the first season is really good. I get. I'll give them that. I just love the. So for anybody who hasn't watched it, it's a show about a stalker, and he kind of narrates his way through his stalker life. And I just love, I love shows that are narrated like that as with mm-hmm. like people's thoughts as they're, yeah. as they're going through their life. Um, so the first season I, I really enjoyed, couldn't wait for the second season. Second season was, was okay. And then I really enjoyed the third season. Um, yeah, it's, it's now an original Netflix. I think uh, it might, I don't know if it was canceled per se by lifetime or if Netflix just bought the rights or why, how that worked. Um, but now it's it's the season two and season three, I think, were Netflix. But dude, I don't know. I just like it. I, I it's it might be a guilty pleasure of mine. It's not typically <laughs> a show that I would really be into in any capacity, but I really like Joe, the main character, and I really think that you know that he, him trying to um talk his way through all the heinous crimes and acts <laughs> that he's committing in it, it's just fantastic to watch. Yeah. So um and then yeah, like it is interesting to hear from his point of view, like him trying to justify what justify he's doing. Justify everything. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Do you really hear what you're saying? Right, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I really liked it. The first, first season set in New York, and then obviously that, that, you know, it pans out and he moves across the country and the season two, season three are in L.A. And season two, he kind of meets his match, if if you will say so. Yeah, I think it's a it's a good watch, man. It's a good binge worthy show for sure. What's the girl's name? Isn't it something like Love, Love. or something? Yeah, yeah. Is, and she is a broken neck lady from she is Hill House. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I wish, yeah. wish I could remember the actress's name, but anyways. Yep. yep. Uh, interesting. My wife loves that show. You. I had to make sure I didn't say my wife loves you. Yeah. <laughs> um all right so uh i'll get well i have two pretty obvious ones i'll get (laughs) the most obvious one out of the way now uh and that's arcane who did that make your list nick i have a it's a flex list just in case this happens um (laughs) Um, i know it's probably shocking me picking arcane uh and we've talked about it a few times, but just to recap, I'm not going to go super in depth. Very, very fascinating and captivating story set in the League of Legends universe. The characters, they do such a great job uh, building them out. If you're a fan of the game, if you have never heard of or have never sh- had any interest in League of Legends, uh, the story is still something you can follow and relate to uh, because League of Legends has no story. It's not that type of game. Um, 
The voice acting is amazing. Uh, Vi, one of the main characters, is voiced by... Uh, is it Haley or Hallie Steinfeld? Uh, Haley, Kate Bishop. I think. Haley yeah. Steinfeld, uh, the, the actress who plays Kate Bishop in Hawkeye, actually. Uh, she does a fantastic job. Uh, Jinx, the voice actor for Jinx is great. The voice actor for Silco is great. Uh, they're all great. Um, Silco. The visually one of the most beautiful animated things i've ever seen um just the the style they use is like you can't take your eyes off the screen the colors they use are amazing like it's a it's it's got a very dark tone but then there's pops of these vibrant neon colors all over the place and it's just like so fun to look at um and yeah it's just i don't know fantastic show. yeah please watch it I yeah concur. yeah so so not to skip ahead but this is actually on my can't wait list for for netflix um just because i've heard you guys talk about it so much that i feel like i need to watch it uh but <laughs> i i think that there's a there's a blade runner animated series called black lotus i believe coming out yeah. And the animation looks somewhat similar, maybe. So, uh, you know, I might dive in before that because I'm really excited for Blade Runner. Um, I know, like, literally less than anything about League of Legends or what the world even is, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But the trailer looks really good, and I I'll probably eventually watch it just so I can maybe have a conversation about it while we're on here <laughs> once or twice. <laughs> so. Nice. Uh, so I guess that takes us back to you, Nick. Me. Okay. Um, you know, I won't do arcane. I'll just double down on everything you said. Uh, definitely everyone go watch that. It's a whole lot of fun. Um, but I will say don't look up, which oh. is a newer movie. I believe it was mentioned in our answer. The boys it was. Uh, segment, but this was just like one of those, there's just too many actors not to watch it kind of things. And um, the wife and I watched it. Um, it's definitely a little weird to get through. And at times you're not sure what's going on and what they're doing. Um, the whole middle part, I just like cringe through because I just, <laughs> it's just how I assume reality actually is. And we just don't really realize how bad it is. Um, it's like that kind of like dis like uneasiness where it's like man it's probably like this bad um <laughs> how society is um but but they really bring it home and uh the you know the ending's great um kind of like the story they're telling is really unique and cool um and it's just it's just one of those situations where it's like yeah i mean what would happen right and the premise of the movie is that um an asteroid is coming to hit the planet like legit. Mm. And it's just the way that's completely being processed by <laughs> everyone. Yeah. I've seen quite a few divisive uh, social media posts on my mm. like timelines uh, about this movie. Like what? Um, well, some people were like, this is yeah. the dumbest movie I've ever seen in my life. Uh, They'll okay. never watch so, it. And then some people yeah. were like, no, it's actually pretty sweet. Like, it's actually pretty sweet. This. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I actually, right before we started the show, took this off my list because I thought I was going to get maimed for it, and it ended up being on your list. <laughs> I will get maimed funny. for it. Uh, so I will tell you, 
there's a certain group of people who don't like this movie because it's very similar to how they act in real life. Um, this is a, this movie is a definite nod to COVID times and, and the kind of anti-science world that we're living in. Yeah. Um, definitely 100% that had to be written post COVID. I, 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 oh, I, yeah. won't, I won't, I won't <laughs> accept any other answer. Um, it's here. It's, it's, at points ridiculously stupid but i was i mean like tears in my eyes laughing at some of the parts of this movie dude and i love anything that leonardo dicaprio is in i i i eat it up so um it's cool to see him in this uh and jonah hill and yeah and jonah hill too yeah and jonah hill is fantastic in this movie as he as he is in majority of the movies that i've seen him in yeah um but yeah, dude, I just watched this this weekend and it, and it narrowly missed my list there because I, I was like, oh, man, I don't know how this is going to go over because it is like Mike said, it is very divisive um, amongst the amongst the populace. But here's the thing, though. I like what I have to say to those people is getting offended by this movie is like one. I mean, maybe you should really like look in the mirror and think about your life, too. It's like it's. <coughs> In that same vein, it's like getting offended by South Park. Like it's right. a satire yeah. Yeah. on how pathetic some things are. Yep. And regardless of what that means for you, like people just not understanding the concept of satire and like right. being yeah. like, I can't believe the dumb parts that are in this movie. It's like, do you ever think that they're intentionally they're, dumb? Yeah, like? they're intentionally <laughs> dumb. And I think the other problem is it, it, it it's definitely a nod to to the people that are probably getting upset about it. So that's a, another chunk of it but um yeah awesome. so I, I i love the movie i couldn't care a- any less about politics or anything i just thought it was a good movie i just yeah. I, I i'm a big <laughs> i love any kind of astronomy stuff and and you know i i listen to astrophysicists all the time because i'm a freak but um it's I mean, just fun people... to watch, you know, it's just, it's just fun to watch when they're like literally standing in the street, the movie, and they're like, you can see it. Just look. <laughs> All you gotta do is look, you can finally see it. <laughs> it's oh, just God. cool because every, every disaster movie starts with this exact scenario that's in here. There's a, there's a scientist trying to warn everybody about the impending doom and nobody's listening, but the movie's just built around the part of nobody listening to, to these, <laughs> these people. So that sounds it was hilarious. Cool, yeah, I dude, need to watch great. it. Yeah, it's um, great. I loved it. Well, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of sad stuff that, I mean, doesn't apply to anyone. That's just straight true. Like, right. The, yeah. Like they went on a, like a show to try and get the word out, but like our media literally does that. Like yeah. it just destroys yeah. the narrative. Cause we just want like, mm. Oh, what's the next big cool story? Like, Oh, right. that's cute. Like yeah, that's some, the, what's the next cute thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And then like that was the middle part of the movie where I was like cringing, where I was like, oh, this is probably like too close to too like close to reality. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, it's it really was, this bad. It was that, <laughs> and then it was the 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 entire don't look up stuff. That's yes. a nod. That's a nod to something I'm not even gonna mention because it's not worth it, but it's an obvious nod to something that that has happened sure. recently. So yeah. um <laughs> it's an undeniable nod, yeah. Though. Like, 100%. like don't deny it doesn't exist. Like, yeah. The asteroid in the sky that's coming right. for us all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I loved it, man. I, I, I've, it, it's just a cool concept for a movie, especially now in these, these times where we just went through a big chunk of, of our times living in this kind of way. So 
yeah and it was a little long maybe and like i was questioning like where it was going and i kind of i was kind of like because i was starting to question if it was a good movie but it ended and as it brings itself to a close like that's where you're like okay like this was this is one pretty deep and intense but then also still like funny and ridiculous right yeah absolutely yeah that ending though bro oh my gosh it's so so funny (laughs) did you get the there's an after credits oh there is yeah oh yeah yeah i did get the after yeah that's what i'm talking about i think yeah um there's like two ridiculous endings (laughs) so funny dude i loved it i'm really gonna have to watch it now you guys talked it up a ton yeah yeah you do um biosip says very much looking forward to the ozark season four premiere on january 21st same yeah so Uh, yeah I have two sections of like looking forward to for Netflix and this one's in my obviously I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah. Uh, along with Stranger Things season four. But right. I'm really excited to finish off Ozark. Yeah, for sure. I, Especially with I that really, cliffhanger they left us. <laughs> yeah, I really need to catch up on Ozark, dude, because I, <laughs> I, I, I haven't watched. Well, how many? OK, so season three, four. So there's, yeah. I have not watched two or three. Wow. What? Um, Oh, season three is so good. Well, well, clarify this for me. Spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't watched it. The last thing I saw was the like hillbilly heroin family shoot the the Mexican drug lord dude. Shoot what Bill. season was that? Season one. That was two. Okay, yeah, then I've then I've watched two. Okay. Um, I have not watched three, but yeah, I really uh, I enjoy it. The, I, I love just, that family. Yeah, I haven't I, got back to it. I can't remember their names, but oh my goodness, I always really. <laughs> Enjoy. Not understand a single thing the dude said ever. Yeah, accent <laughs> <laughs> was so thick. Yeah, I always enjoy anything that Bateman is in that isn't a comedy, which is surprising because yeah. he's like kind of known for comedies. But Ozark is really good. There's a there's a show on my list that he plays a very serious part in later on in the show. Um, nice. Anytime I see him in something serious, I'm like I'm really into. It. There was a movie where. I can't remember, but his he had like a, a friend from school that was like a became a stalker. I can't remember the name of it. It's so good. The Gift. It's called The Gift. And it's um Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've seen that. Yeah, it's uh I can't remember the dude's name. Um let me look it up real quick. But he is like I love uh, how Joel Egg Ed Edgerton. Joel Edgerton. You know him if you saw him probably, uh, but it sounds familiar. Um, yeah, dude, good movie. Uh, he's he's just good in serious roles. I wish he would pick up, and I feel like he is maybe picking up more now. But I uh, I love his role in Ozark because it's basically comedy Bateman from right. like Arrested Development, but put in like the most the serious, serious and bleak yeah. show. But he's <laughs> right. still like. <laughs> regular bateman which is hilarious and i have a, a a theory that he it's his character from arrested development like after oh really arrested development. yeah it would be cool um but yeah you definitely need to catch up on that because that's sweet and then i have bim bim tim uh but named bim in discord uh hence why i said bim uh chatting me in discord while we're we're going here and making me laugh. So I have to read some of the stuff he's saying in there. He says, my mom watched Arcane and loved it. Which I don't know <laughs> if he's being serious or not. Oh, my God. But then he also threatened me. He said, if you don't say Last Kingdom, you're getting a lower patron tier for me. <laughs> um, I... 
Oh, he said for real. She got me to watch it. <laughs> oh, that's, awesome. that's hilarious. Wow, dude, your mom's sweet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just real quick, Last Kingdom didn't make my list, but it was just because uh, it happened so long ago. Like the newest season of Last Kingdom was. It's so on my long list ago. to watch for Netflix. Um, yeah, Mine uh, also. it's a great show. I love. It's one of my favorite shows. Um, for for sure. Uh, so please don't lower your Patreon tier. Uh, but <laughs> it didn't make my list. <laughs> uh, so who went? Nick went. Uh, is is are you up, Chad? No, I went with you. Okay. Oh wait, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Back to me. Okay. Um. Okay, this one probably will be obvious after I say it, but I had to put it up there because it's such a big show. Uh, for my wife and I, and that is Community. Um, old show, but show that we just discovered and blew through <clears throat> uh, this year. Uh, one of the funniest like sitcoms, maybe shows in general. Um, Dan Harmon is a genius. The cast is amazing. Donald Glover, a true hero. Joel McHale. Uh, I mean, just... Chevy Chase, hilarious. Um, just maybe a perfect comedy. Wow. I don't know. But uh, I, I had a blast. It's just so tongue-in-cheek and like, uh, what's uh, it's very like meta about like shows and movies, which is hilarious. And it pokes fun of that, the whole industry and stuff. I don't know. It, it it also came out in a very good non PC time. time. <laughs> it, it, it came right out on the like precipice of like PC culture. Luckily, I think like we're passing over that now. Like I think that's kind of like behind us. But there was like it was right before that like five year block of just like you can't say this, you can't yeah. do this, and yeah. like everyone's not on sure their how toes. anyone from that show hasn't been canceled yet for that <laughs> show because yeah. there's some stuff that. <laughs> that they oh, joke great. about on there I'm like oh my god that would not work today <laughs> yeah but it was only like you know it was only like five six years ago well like it was like what 2015 the last season came out yeah so it's not terribly it that long, long ago long, but like yeah. they like landed it right before and you go back and watch it and it was like wow like we were yeah. so we were so with it and oh cool like in 2014 <laughs> Chevy Chase is just so racist. <laughs> um, but in the show, I don't know if he is personally, but yeah, but, the, but, is, but in the show, he is very much a racist. Yeah. But it serves um, a purpose in the show, and like the way it's written is yeah, so good. But I think what I love the most about it was the the meta factor and um like their concept episodes, or like I don't even know what you would call those, but like the paintball episodes, the they have one making fun of zombies. They have one making fun of like uh, your your like mob type stuff. Those episodes were always my favorite, and they were so funny. Um, and plus, it was just a blast to to watch through that show with my wife um, because we don't usually agree on shows very often, and this was one that we both were super obsessed with. So, yeah, and. And Tim is still blowing up my Discord uh, DM box. Um, <laughs> just all about Peacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> so well, well, maybe we'll get to that. 
Um, but yeah, that's my next one for Netflix. So we're up to you, Chad. This is what your third. Is it you, Nick? Is it, I don't know the order here. <laughs> yeah, who's yeah, going? Remember, Nick no, went wait. first. That was the first round, I believe, wasn't oh, it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, no, second round. Oh. Hold on. Biosis says, legit, one of my favorite shows of all time. They even played a long joke where they said uh, Beetlejuice three times over the seasons and he appeared in the background. <laughs> nice. Yeah, they did a lot of stuff like that that was super clever. Um, Wait, what was your second choice, Nick? Don't look had, up. Don't look up. Witcher, don't look Witcher. up. Oh. Oh. Okay, maybe I got skipped then. I might be You behind. had you. What's I your had next you. One? That's it. <laughs> so so my next one is uh in here I, I i admit nobody's gonna probably even hear of uh outside of me talking about it on the show uh what i'm about to say but it's Rurouni kenshin the final in the beginning and, oh yeah uh, yeah so these are live action anime movies which don't necessarily fare very well anywhere else except for this series uh like I said, I, I, I was very so the I just really enjoyed the way these movies came out. So they were filmed back to back and they were released in Japan within a month of each other, I think. And they did the same for Netflix. Unfortunately, the first three movies of the series are not on Netflix. You'll have to go to Funimation to watch those. But I, I, I by the time we got to the final, I was very emotionally invested in this. And so was Brady, my my oldest. And uh it, the the final is just fantastic, dude. It's wall to wall action. It's the kind of culmination of everything that's been leading you up to this point. Um, I had a blast with it. It's probably one of the best. It, it it probably is the best samurai movie I've ever watched, but it's definitely one of the best live action anime movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, and it's got one of the coolest fight scenes at the end of the movie that I've ever seen in any movie. So uh, if you're even remotely into cool things, you should go watch this <laughs> because uh, it's the, the final is really, really good. And then the beginning goes back to obviously the beginning. So I mistakenly made them made the mistake of letting my son watch this movie, which I probably shouldn't. So to set the groundwork, uh, Himura, who's the main character, is a assassin towards the end of the shogunate, which is the samurai era in Japan. He helps overthrow the government and turns his back on killing anybody. He turns his blade backwards. So the sharp sides on the back. Um, so he kind of turns his back on killing people, not violence necessarily. Cause he's very, you know, he beats <laughs> the crap out of people. people he's still whacking people with a metal store. stick. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so the the final is the obviously the tipping point of the first three movies, and we get to see a lot of cool characters come back that, uh, you know, some of us that the one character got both of us to jump off the couch in excitement. So uh, then the beginning goes back to the beginning. Now, unfortunately, he doesn't kill in the in the first four movies, so it's not very violent. This is obviously during the violent part of his life, and it let me tell you freaking blood fest <laughs> and i was like oh man like the first scene because there's no blood in any of the other movies first scene wall splattered with blood like just massacring <laughs> these people i was like oh man i mean Oops. i probably shouldn't stop this but whatever man he's man, watched all late. of them too late Might as well. 
So it goes back to the beginning. We see um, in the final, his brother-in-law comes back for revenge. And we learn that he had a wife that he killed. And in the beginning kind of tells that story, how that panned out and uh, how he turned. He, he has like PTSD from all his violence that he's done. Naturally. So, yeah, it's uh, the beginning's good. The final is immaculate for me personally. The beginning is more story than action, really. So it was kind of a snooze fest, but um, great movies, man. I, I I can't say it enough. And I watched them dubbed. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you're going to watch these movies and you can handle subtitled movies, which I now can at the time when I started watching these, I could not stand it. Um, I would watch them in Japanese because the first three movies are the anime cast and they don't change their anime voices for the movie. So it's a little over the top and, and, you know, sticks out like a sore thumb, but that is my number two. Nice. Uh, so let, let's go to you, Nick. Okay. So <laughs> dramatic pause. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and just say, like, if you get Netflix, you know, you just need to sit down and uh, watch Narcos. Um, just because, I don't know, when I think of Netflix, I just think of Narcos. I need to watch the latest season, Narcos Mexico. Um, saving that for a rainy day. But obviously the first, like, three seasons of just Narcos was just ridiculously good. Um, the fact that it is the best example of sub you know sub using subtitles appropriately right because like they they use them when you're supposed to right and you know they speak spanish when they're supposed to they speak english when they're supposed to and um i guess if you turn subtitles on you just have subtitles all the time (laughs) right yeah (laughs) but it just works so well because it just puts you in that world and that's such an important part of that world too because we're talking about um, you know, and law enforcement, narcos, whatever from the states going down into this very dangerous foreign place trying to get these drug cartel leaders and they're speaking Spanish and they don't necessarily speak Spanish that well. And it's just yeah. it just it captures that like anxiety of you are doing dangerous things with dangerous people <laughs> trying not to die. Saying. Yeah, and you're like yeah. <laughs> don't know what they're saying and it's just it's just a well done show it's well written and you know obviously you know how the story ends but it's so good to watch like yeah when when you know how a story ends but they make a good show about that i mean that's how you know it's good yeah um, and there's live at and there's like real footage from like new stuff like built into it and you're like <laughs> like it, it passes and you're like whoa wait a second like right it's like really happening yeah it's it's it, I got to be honest, it's slowly working its way up my like need to watch list um, and, and slowly narrowing in probably towards the top because at the time, like I just mentioned with those samurai movies, I just couldn't stand subtitles, just couldn't stand it to the point where I actually watched like five or six episodes with the audio description on where they read the subtitles for you. Oh God. (laughs) But the problem with that is that they also narrate the scene. So they're like two, three guys are sitting doing a podcast (laughs) and then, and then it will read the subtitles. So it wasn't really working. I I have uh, worked my way out of that hatred for, uh, foreign yeah. language movies so i need to return to it 
I'm probably going to save it for Grand Theft Auto 6 when it comes out because I think we're getting a similar story in that game. What? So uh, I'll be probably saving that. It's really hurting me to not watch the Mexico one because I had quite a fascination with Kiki Camarena's story uh, way back. There was a 90s like uh, made-for-TV series about it that I watched. So um, I need to go watch that one because I know that story very well. And I'm sure they did a much better job than the 80s made for TV uh, series did. So, you know, it's it's weird. I definitely like the first Narcos collection better. Um, Narcos Mexico. The only problem I have with it is it leans a little too hard onto the like constant like twist drama. And like, just they just play too much on the like, there's the twist or like, there's the cliffhanger, right? There's a little too much of that where is a little more natural in uh, Escobar's story that they told Um, just because they didn't need to embellish it too much. I just feel like it might be a little too embellished with um, the Mexico. Yeah, could be. uh, It it could be, but it's a pretty wild story. Oh, yeah. Anyway, but it's tough. Um, I might I might end up watching Mexico first now that you said that just so I can, you know, save the better for for last. Um, and they don't run. There's no tie between them, obviously. Right. Once uh, Col- the first season's Columbia or correct. first Narcos is Columbia. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely on my list. I just haven't got around to it. They do. <laughs> yeah, correct. They're independent. Um, they do touch at different times because they run parallel at points in yeah. time um, but it's not a problem any which way okay gotcha cool. it's like an easter egg thing oh, okay cool um what's on your mind mike awesome. i'm sitting here looking at my number my, my last selection here and i, I have a few shocking right only one uh, but I, I can eliminate Midnight Mass because we had an entire episode about it. I would just say all Mike Flanagan series go watch I, them. To be honest, yes. yeah. To be honest, that almost made my list. Mike Flanagan yeah. series. Period. Correct. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> hard, hard to argue against that. Yeah, that man's a genius. He's like the Filoni of anthology horror, right? Stuff. <laughs> uh, inside Job. I don't think I've seen enough. Ooh. To put Honorable it on the mention. list, but. What I have seen is hilarious animated show about conspiracy theories. Very Rick and Morty esque. Really huh. funny. Interesting. Um, and then I was looking. There is this one smaller show called I'm not OK with this. And I've talked about it on the podcast before. Yeah. But I don't remember if it was on this episode last year because I think it's a, a show that came out in 2020. But I know I've sp- I've it might have just been a random what's watching episode that I've talked about it. So I'm not going to I'm not going to put it on the list out of fear that maybe it was on the list last time. Good but show, it's though. Good, it's a good show uh, about like a it's like a high schooler discovering that she has these weird like supernatural like superpowers. Uh, it's very, uh, very indie kind of raw, like in that same category as Wayne on prime, which is a fantastic show. Uh, disappointing though, because, uh, there, there was supposed to be a season two got canceled. 
due to the pandemic and there hasn't really been any news about it being picked back up. So looks like we're just going to get the one season. Um, but uh, ooh, no, I'll have to look some more a little deeper, but uh, it, it's also kind of in the same vein. Actually, this is uh, like takes place in the same universe as end of the effing world, which is another pretty cool show on Netflix. Uh, but my choice <clears throat> is actually going to be a movie. Shocking. Um, and I'm going to go a synchronic, which was a really cool, uh, like mind bendy trippy movie with Anthony Mackie. Um, I think this one, I think it did come out in theaters and then landed on Netflix afterwards, but this, this came out right early on in the pandemic. Uh, so I feel like it was massively overlooked because of the pandemic and theaters shutting down and like the whole up in the air of reopening and when things are actually being released in theaters, it ends up on Netflix and probably gets buried. Uh, but I ended up watching this with my buddy uh, and it was a very interesting story and really trippy. Um, basically Anthony Mackie and his partner, they're uh, EMTs. And there's this drug going around called Synchronic, and it it makes you it it yeah weird stuff happens to the people who take Synchronic, and it takes you down this whole crazy uh, mind bendy trip. Um, don't want to explain too much because I don't want to give anything away. But Anthony Mackie's really good in it. The story's really interesting. Uh, the visuals are really cool. Um, the co-star, which I don't remember off the top of my head, let me look it up real quick. Uh, he was fantastic in it as well. Just overall, a, a real fun watch if you're into the Nolan-esque type movies. It's not quite on par with uh, like a, a Interstellar or Tenet or yeah. Well, what's uh, Inception? Thing? Yes, that's the one that I was thinking of that I couldn't think of. Um, yeah. I recommend it. It looks like it came out in 2019, actually. So, yeah, right as the pandemic started. Yeah. Um, Jamie Dornan is the uh, co-star who uh, actually does a really great job alongside Anthony Mackie. Um, but, yeah, that that would be my, my last Netflix pick. And if you're yeah. into crazy mind-bending movies. I definitely want to get to it because I, I did watch the trailer and it did look uh, really good. Um, it, it, it almost gave me a Black Mirror vibe to it. Mm, like yeah. it was like a movie off of an uh, episode of Black Mirror. Um, I could see that. So, so yeah, I, I definitely need to get to it. Um, Isn't Anthony Mackie in an episode of yeah. Black Mirror? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the oh, oddest the, ones. The, the fighting game one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, so weird. Um. Okay, who's me? You. Me. Yeah, you're okay. you're bringing us home I, before we get into what we're looking forward to. I do have some honorable mentions that I just have to squeak through real quick. Sure. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Lost in Space. The remake of Lost in Space is really nice. good. Stranger Things, Black nice. Mirror. Like I mentioned, I love love Black Mirror. There's there's everything in Black Mirror from the what the heck am I watching to the holy crap this is amazing. Yes. And then Squid Game. I have to give a nod to. But uh, my final go. pick 
is also a movie, and it is The Irishman. Oh, so right up Nick's um, alley. Yeah, so I think I told this on this on the podcast before, but back in like 2012, I think it was, because it popped up on my like back then on Facebook. I mentioned that am, I, I think I said like, am I the only one who wants another Martin Scorsese mob movie? with Pesci and De Niro. And that's exactly what we got here. Um, unfortunately they're old <laughs> and, and it, and it kind of, it kind of sticks out like a sore thumb in some parts of the movie because they do de-aging on De Niro, de-aging on Pesci. Um, unfortunately for whatever reason, I don't know how de-aging works, but there's a fight scene with De Niro where he kind of beats up like a store owner but they didn't use a body double, which would have made far more sense because you can tell it's a 90-year-old dude trying to beat up a store <laughs> owner. And you can tell he's like doing no damage to this dude whatsoever. Nice. But he's I think it's supposed to be like a weighty scene to show how like how strong he is, and it just doesn't land. That being said, everything else in this movie I'd loved wall to wall. It's excessively long, I think. Uh, it's like three and a half hours long or something ridiculous. It's four. Might even be four. Yeah, it's very long. I know that. Uh, but that only really stuck out to me the first time that I watched it. Uh, on I've watched it like three or four times now, and it doesn't really feel that long after you've watched it the first time. Um, three hours and 29 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Excessively long um, for a movie, for sure. But yeah, it's a mob movie. It's... Scorsese, Pacino, Pesci, and De Niro, and I think maybe the only movie they've all been together, only Scorsese movie they've all been together, I'm pretty sure. Um, and Pacino plays Jimmy Hoffa perfectly. It's just perfect, man. It, it, it's exactly what I wanted. I can rest easy knowing that I got this movie. And, uh, you know, it's not probably ever going to touch Goodfellas to me, but it, it comes close. It's uh, it's one of those makes makes your dad cry kind of movies. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like it's a very it's a very somber tale of like that generation of men aging yes. as they enter their twilight years. Yeah, yeah, and the, the all the union stuff in it is just like some of the stuff they show is like, geez, is this really what it was like? They're like they're shoving the taxis in the water because because the taxis got a better union deal. That is like, what the heck is going on here? And we think things are bad now. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's got Bobby Cannavale in it. I love yeah. that dude. That's Seriously, the dude. Low key, great actor. He's in Nine Perfect Strangers. Yeah, and he's in a small, tiny show called Mr. Robot. Ah, he is, yes. He's in a lot of things. He's one of those guys. Yeah, he's also Ooh, an what, Ant-Man. What was his name? Uh, Bobby Cannavale. Um, he's in a ton of mob movies, too. Yeah. He's a skinny razor in The Irishman. Pretty if sure he's an American gangster, too. He's the Italian dude that uh, Denzel... Or no, way. am I thinking of... He's in he, a lot of mob movies. He's married to Ant-Man's ex-wife in Ant-Man. That too. Yeah. Which oh, is really? hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, that's great. Uh, so I've knocked out my three. Was that your third, Chad? Yes. Yes, that, that was my and third. And you've knocked out your three, Nick? Yep. All right. So uh, looking forward to... I've already 
stated my obvious ones. Ozark and Stranger Things. Um, <clears throat> and on, on to the ones that are yet to come that I'm actually really excited about. We have the live-action Resident Evil series. Uh, oh, I, I should probably that. not be excited about it, but like I am excited about it. Yeah, uh, I thought the movie was cool. So if if they're able to do the series as well as they did the movie, I think it'll it'll be a fun time. The Cuphead show, uh, which will be fun. Um, yeah, definitely. The Sandman series, which is based on the Neil Gaiman comic or graphic novel, um, and then of course the new Flanagan show, um, The Midnight Club, which will be cool. Yeah, what's uh, that about? Something Nobody scary, knows, probably. Yeah, because <laughs> I thought he was doing something else too. <laughs> he is something like about something the Romeo ha- House of Usher. House of, House of Usher. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Romeo. Same. Yeah. Whatever. Same difference. Usher yeah. Romeo. Um, <clears throat> yeah, those are all on my list. So, and Arcane, obviously, which I mentioned earlier. What about you, Nick? Um, Last Kingdom. You know, yes. I, I, I keep eyeballing that. Yeah, I'm getting really close to watching it. Um, you haven't started except for like the one episode I made you watch at my house that one time. Correct. Super long ago. Correct. Oh, correct. You're in for a treat, man. It's a great I'm, I'm trying to see if I can hook the wife onto it simultaneously because right. we watch Vikings together. Um, so. Never sure. seen Vikings, so I can't really compare the two. But I mean, she watched Vikings. I don't see why she wouldn't watch this one. You should watch Vikings if I'm going to watch Last Kingdom. I should. The deal was at the time that I was to watch uh, Vikings, the Templar Night show. Vikings. No, that's not the name of it. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I would not tell you to watch that over Vikings. That was <laughs> that was what you showed. You showed me the first episode of that show, and I showed you the first episode of Last Kingdom. Nightfall is what you're talking about. Yes. Nightfall. Yes, something like that. It was a good show. I didn't watch the second season though, Rip. That's one that has Mark Hamill in it. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, and I need to add Don't Look Up to my list because you guys made yes. that sound amazing. Watch it. And Get Tim's, offended. I don't know why Tim refuses to chat in our actual chat. So yeah, like he's you blowing guys me up in Discord it, too. But uh, you know, he <laughs> said Nightfall is good. So we agree on that. Um yeah, yeah. So that leaves Last but not least, the Showboys deemed best streaming service out of these three, HBO Max. Um, I'll start this one, since you guys have started the others. I want to have my time in the light. Um, we'll start with one, uh, a little show called Race by Wolves, which hopefully Nick has has watched or at least added to his list. I know it was on in that article um, of shows to watch that are similar ish to the expanse. Uh, It was a really interesting sci-fi story. Um, Some crazy conflict breaks out on earth and people, you know, flee to the the stars. Um, There's like two sects. There's the like religious fanatic sect. And then there's like, those science people yeah those science (laughs) people that like basically made up of androids at this point um it's like don't look up all over again yeah exactly 
but we follow two androids who are trying to restart uh, a human population on this one planet, and it's very interesting. Um, a Ridley Scott show uh, on HBO Max, one season out right now. Oh, man, you're hitting all kinds of notes for me over here, yeah. man. I didn't know it was Ridley Scott. Yeah, and uh, I just added a news uh, article to the newscast list about the season two it got a little trailer so season two should be coming around the corner here hopefully i also uh, didn't know that this was a sci-fi show either yep. i assumed it was uh i don't know why i assumed it was like a <laughs> i don't even know what i assumed it was it just the sequel sound like a... to liam neeson's hit movie the gray or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah that, doesn't yeah. Ex- escape the tundra and he just yeah he lives becomes with raised by wolves <laughs> interesting Uh, but no it's it's a it's a good show it's kind of a slow burn show but speaking of vikings i believe one of the dudes from vikings the main guy from uh, vikings is in it yeah yeah he is really good he plays uh one of the uh religious fanatic people and his character is very interesting and he's he's a pretty sweet actor uh if he's anything like he is in this show in vikings then uh he's a warcraft like is he really? Yeah. He's King uh, Anduin, I believe. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's the main human in Warcraft. No way. That's so cool. Speaking of Tim, and he shall appear, uh, he says, have you guys seen Righteous Gemstones yet? No, but heard of it. Uh, my good friend and boss, Gino, uh, he talks about the show all the time and always tells me I need to watch it. So... Uh, it needs to be added to my list for sure. Um, Danny McBride's in that, right? I feel like it, it's a show that he should be in if he's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's my first HBO Max show. I'm real excited about the other ones. So I I have one that I'm saving for last because it's like my my favorite thing on HBO Max right now. I just finished it last night. Super excited to talk about it. Uh, but then the other one, I have a couple to choose from. So I'll be pondering on that while you guys go. So why, why don't you uh, give us yours, Chad? Yeah. So mine's going to be fairly predictable for this first spot here, and it's Game of Thrones. Um, hey, that was mine. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I feel like a harp on it quite Never a bit on the show. Uh, the show has it all. It's, it is what it is. Um, I remember actually a guy telling me about this show for the first time at work. And he's like, man, it's got, it's got magic. It's got dragons and violence and politics. I was like, yeah, man, at the time, not up my alley at all. Couldn't care less. <laughs> Hated Lord of the Rings. It sounded like Lord of the Rings to me. Um, so I pushed back on the show. And it's funny because everybody that I've ever got to watch the show, which is a colossal amount of people at this point, have all pushed back on it in similar fashion and then ended up absolutely loving every minute mm-hmm. of it. Um, it's all so, that stuff for, it's all that stuff for like grownups basically. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly what it is. It is a HBO show, like a hundred percent. It just happens to have all that other stuff. In it, it does. It does. And some and, other stuff, which I was very impressed. Mike, <laughs> did not know about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And End very, of episode it, one yeah. season when I was like, wow, yeah. Mike, that didn't, leak to your brain at right. any was, point in the past 10 years that okay. was very i mean obviously not as shocking but like 
like uh, caught me off guard as much as like the first episode of Black Mirror. I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> was, was not expecting that. I mean, obviously not to that severity, but I was just like, right. oh, okay, I guess we're gonna do that. That's why I think Black Mirror has such a bad name because that's the first episode of the show, <laughs> so people watch it and don't realize it's an anthology series, and they're like, what am I? What am yeah, I exactly. Watching? What did I just get into? <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, I mean, I I did push back on the show, but at, at the towards the tail end of the first season it sunk its claws in deep and i didn't catch this show until it was premiering its fifth season so i had quite a few to catch up on very binge worthy it's all finished now um i think the ending makes far more sense if you binge it Mm -hmm. and uh remember some of the things that happened in the first seasons uh but yeah it's just filled. It, it's like how the walking dead fin- started off where there was like shocking deaths and crazy stuff happening in and just kept going. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got some of the craziest shocking deaths I've ever seen in a, in a series. My favorite, probably my favorite villain of anything in the night King. Uh, it's just a, it's just a great show, dude. You didn't need you need to watch it. It's finished. It's binge worthy. If you haven't watched it, even if dragons, magic, violence, and politics sounds terrible, they they do it really well. It's very grounded. Um, if at least one of those character? things doesn't like pique your interest, like why? Like what are you doing? Like one of right. those things has one to of those be things has to, to yeah, like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I I will admit, yeah, yeah, one of those for sure. The first two for me at the beginning of the show, like dragons and magic, like oh my gosh, it's not, it kind of sounds like Lord of the Rings, which I despise with every being of my soul, pretty much. So, um, you do, but it's not, it's not, I do, yeah, I do. Wow, we also so. talked about that a whole episode, I think. So, uh, I have started this show and. I think I'm pretty close to being through like the first season. If not, like I'm probably like, like six eight or episodes. Seven. It's yeah. like 10 episodes. Yeah. Um, but you had this on your list too. Yes. Nice. Yes. It, it's a, it's a must watch. And like, um, I'm like inching close to rewatching it just because. Chad had to go in timeout. That was just a <laughs> yeah. blasphemous statement. Well, here, it, like, I, I'll be honest. I literally, a guy at work just made me, like, recently, within the past year or two, watch all the extended versions of Ooh, Lord of the perfect. Rings movies. Yeah. So, so I don't hate them as much as I did when I first saw them. And that might be in part to Lord uh, uh, to Game of Thrones, getting me kind of in the fantasy realm. Um. But yeah, it doesn't touch Game of Thrones. Sorry. Not sorry. And the way I always say, like, um, season one of True Detective is like <laughs> the best season of anything out there. Um, the best, like, 20 minutes of television, hands down for me, is the first 20 minutes of the finale of season six of Game of Thrones. Dude, I'm pretty sure that is so it. good. Yeah, it is like a masterpiece. No dude, spoilers, it's incredible. I have started yeah. it. So no yeah. spoilers. It, it is. Dude, I remember watching it live. It just it, it, such a great episode. I might I've rewatched be, that so many times. Yeah, that might be <laughs> my favorite episode of any television show ever. Uh, I, I think it's safe <laughs> to say it is. <laughs> Tim says, I think that headband is cutting off blood to your brain. <laughs> it's great. 
Hey, uh, everyone, you know what I was everyone has their, uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Everyone has their one, you know? So that's it, man. That's that. Yeah. That mine's breaking sure. bad right now. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, to answer your question, um, I might have to think about it because which question? Favorite yeah, character? My, my, my favorite character, because I want to say, um, Braun is my favorite character, but uh-huh. I also really, even though he's not in the show too much, I really enjoy Oberyn in every single scene that he was in. So those are kind of obscure characters. Um, Oberyn's probably my favorite, but it might be because we just didn't get that much of them. True. Um, but Tyrion's up there too. Like Tyrion's like the go-to, you know? Tyrion's great. I'm, I'm a, obviously because of like my favorite 20 minutes of that show, like Cersei is my favorite character on that show. Yeah. Um, yeah. And probably for Mike, that's probably like a big question mark. Like why is she right. your favorite character? But yeah. it gets, so it's, good. it's a, it's a show that does a really good job of making you despise characters and bringing them around to some of them. I even loved at the end that I despised yeah. in earlier seasons. Nice. So yeah. uh, there's not many shows that have done that to me where I've like, Oh, I hate this dude <laughs> with, with every being. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay, Tim says Game of Thrones is like Mr. Pibb and Lord of the Rings is Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah. Tim's not, that's hot funny. with all these. Um, Couldn't disagree more. You can go back to Discord now. Thanks. Uh, get that man on the show. <laughs> Don't make him mad. He's our patron. He's he's our patron. No, I'm just kidding. Uh he is a big dork. Oh, that's a, a that's a gorilla. new that's a new uh uh benefit of our patron. You can just say whatever say you whatever want. you want. Yeah, yeah is that a perk? <laughs> Here, I, yeah. I I will say that Game of Thrones gets a bad rap for its final season, and I and I don't hate on the final season as much as everybody else does. Um, I do feel that it was like a gymnast doing a perfect freaking flip, and then kind of stumbled the landing a little bit at the end, but not enough to uh, ruin the rest of the show for me personally. I mean, and I cannot. can't wait for the prequel uh, series. I think I. Well, they canceled one of them. The other one's still on on the books. Yeah, yeah. There's a trailer for it and everything, and it's it's got that Game of Thrones feel. So, I mean, nothing can damage that opening to that finale. No, nothing, dude. It's and, so good. And, and the fact that that episode was a normal episode minus that twenty minutes. That twenty yeah. minutes was an addition to right. that whole episode. Yeah, and it's like it's just standalone. Let's make the greatest thing ever, and yeah. they did. And yeah, they, they they really did. And to be honest, the rest of the episode is really good too. Oh yeah, so, not to discount that, but yeah. Watch it, Mike. Crush. Uh, you need to. I'm need working to. on it. Yeah. Um. So is that on your list then, Nick? Yeah. That kind of takes up yours. Okay. Um. <clears throat> my uh next one, I'm gonna have to do like process of elimination here live like we did last You're time ridiculous so obviously the snyder cut is up there <laughs> but we did have a whole episode on that uh all right there's the other, one the other two i've hey, talked can about I, let me show. stop you real quick though because <laughs> i have not watched anything past the dark knight trilogy okay um yeah i'm gonna let you finish should but... i just should i just <laughs> should i just skip do not the watch original the... Do not watch that. Just it's not it's not better like watching it and then seeing how no, much better it no, is. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. Just go straight to the Snyder Cut. Okay, cool. Um 
the other two shows I've talked about on episodes of the podcast um, being Titans and Barry. Uh, two very different shows, obviously. Uh, Titans being the live action uh, Teen Titan series, which is fantastic. They had a new season release in the fall. I haven't seen it yet, uh, but the first two seasons, uh, fantastic. I yeah, it looks them. good. It looks Very good. good. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm saving it for Gotham Knights. So yeah. when that comes out, I'll probably dive into it. I think I'm probably going to have to go with Barry though, um, just because another show that my wife and I loved. It was fun to watch with her. Uh, and it's kind of like out of that superhero, you know, mold that basically I'm usually stuck in. Um, but yeah, the story of Barry, uh, you follow a, an ex, uh, Marine maybe, uh, definitely served in the, the military, uh, turned hitman, uh, who gets sent out to LA to do a hit. And while he's there, discovers that he loves acting and decides to, like, give up the hitman life to become an actor. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Bill, what a Bill roller coaster. <laughs> I know. Bill Hader <laughs> is the main character. He's Barry. And this oh, show man. is hysterical. Like, super funny. But it does. it's one of those shows, uh, much like Scrubs and even Community. I've talked about this with Community before, too. Uh, but when it, when it gets to the serious moments, like the serious moments are executed very well. And Bill Hader knocks the serious moments like way out of the park. Oh, Um, interesting. It's a super interesting show because he's like still a hitman and like gets into some hitman trouble, but he's seriously trying to pursue becoming an actor. So he's like taking these acting classes. Wow. Dude, it is. It's really. I've never even heard of it, to be honest with you. Is it an Uh, HBO original series? Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, Please watch Barry. It is super funny. Um, That's that's going to be my pick. Titans was good, but I think Barry makes it on the list. Uh, Tim says, "Chad, have you seen Cowboy Bebop live action show? And if so, what do you think? I know you were talking about live action anime stuff earlier." That would be a Netflix show, Tim. You should have been in here when we were talking about Netflix. Yeah, so I actually have never watched Cowboy Bebop, so I did not watch the live action. I know, I know. Uh, It is on my list to get to eventually. I have not heard good things of the live action, though. I'm tempted to watch uh, it regardless. Yes. I believe so, yeah. Rip. Um, okay. Yeah. So that, that does it for me, uh, for my second pick. So let's go back to Nick since his first pick was combined with Chad there. Yeah. I can just do two. But yeah, I already said it. Um, true detective. I would say it every single time we talk about HBO, like you have <laughs> to go watch the first season of true detective. Yeah. Cause, uh, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey are just fantastic. Um, they like, Executive produced it. They both starred in it. Um, fantastic television. Yeah. Also has one of the like cooler. What is it like? Eight minutes that continuous. The one shot. Yeah. The the one shot like uh, through the yeah the that projects. Was a very cool scene. 
yeah very very cool and that, that especially at the time like at the just, time yeah for sure yeah i mean they've done a lot of things like that since but um it's just it's just so well packed together and this is such a good show um i always go back to that i own it it's just worth having a physical copy of that in case like the world ends and i can just watch that <laughs> um continuously um but yeah true detective 100 first season yeah i need top to you recommend have you seen the other seasons um i've seen the second season i need to circle back um to like three and four i believe now exist I don't know about four, but I know three exists for sure. Three exists. I watched I watched True Detective the first season when it aired, which was like I wanna say early two thousands, right? Mid two thousands maybe. What the first season? First season, yeah. When that come out. That was like two thousand eleven. Oh really? 12? That late? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh so yeah, I need to go back and rewatch it because I don't remember too much of it. Um <sighs> The second season I enjoyed because I'm a sucker for anything that's told in, in a Los Angeles area. True. Very when true. it comes to police stuff, um, the shield is one of my favorite shows of all time. So 2014, I, actually 2014, my goodness. Why did I think it came out so much earlier than that? Um, I, 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 I enjoyed the second season. I thought Vince Vaughn did a great, like bad crime boss. That him was my and, personal yeah, opinion. Him, him and Colin Farrell are good in it. And so yeah. it's like Rachel McAdams and stuff. Like yeah. it, it's good. It just it doesn't it, touch the first season. Yeah. It misses yeah. the mark when you come off the first season, but right. like probably if you just go back and watch it now, it probably independently stands pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely it's not bad by any stretch. Right. Yeah. I think that was most people's hang up is it, it, it was a good season. It just didn't come close to the first one. And then the, the third season looks interesting. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I heard that like one's it better. Might be, yeah, it might be a little closer to the first season from what I hear also. So, um, yeah, definitely need to get to that. Yeah, I mean, overall, like, HBO's hard because there's so there's just so much on there that, like, people have to go watch. But, you know, I, I steer away from saying go watch The Wire, go watch some of those older ones just because they're older, but also, like, they're long. Right. right. Like it's easier for me to tell someone to go watch eight episodes of the first season of true detective. Um, yeah. Game of Thrones goes against that, but game of Thrones is like just a whole different tier of right. Like kind of almost anyone can get into game of Thrones once they oh, get hooked. Dude, any, yeah. Anybody. Cause I got my, I got my wife into game of Thrones. I got right. Multiple people, my parents who don't watch anything <laughs> similar to that. Right. were obsessed with it once they started watching right. it. So, Dang. uh, Literally everybody, I have never recommended that show to anybody that that did not like it. Yeah, and the, and then like the other classics that they have though, they they are more niche. Like The Wire, I can easily see like people not being interested in The Wire. Yeah. Um, same thing with like, I mean, I wish I could recommend The Sopranos, but I need to watch it first. Um, but like, I can't <laughs> even bring myself to do it just because like, it's a lot to watch. Too. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's a great lead in for me. Hey, go uh, next. Because, because my number two spot, if you're finished. No, yeah, I'm done. Is The Sopranos. Boom. So, uh, yeah, I don't know where to begin, man. That Next to The Shield, this was the very first series that ever really sucked me in to, to the point where I was watching it week to week. Um, I used to think that I was... I liked Tony the Soprano. show. 
No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I used to think that I enjoyed the show so much because I grew up in an Italian family, so I could relate to a lot of the stuff that was going on outside of the mob stuff, but a lot of the Italian mm-hmm. stuff that most people wouldn't get. Um, but I think the ratings of the show and how high it makes it onto like top series of all times lists right. has kind of disproved that. Um, it's it's just telling the story of a mob boss who walks into a psychiatrist's office, and we follow Tony Soprano through all his violence and gluttony of a, mo- a mob boss. It's just great, dude. It's you know, there's vi- the the modern day mob stuff is kind of rarity when it comes to movies and and shows and stuff. We usually get stuff from the 30s or from the 70s or or that kind of stuff. So it's cool to see a a modern day take on, on a mob story and be a take outside of New York city. Now it's very tightly knit with New York city cause it's New Jersey, but it's not New York city. So it's cool right. to see, you know, this, this mob family, what it's based off of actually does exist in, in New Jersey. And, uh, it's just a great show, dude. It <laughs> it is what it is. It's a it's just like Game of Thrones. It's an HBO show to the max, one hundred percent. You're gonna be seeing a lot of stuff that you you don't see anywhere else, you know. So, um, but for me, it's like a, a quintessential show for any mob fan. Period. Nice. Uh, before we get into my next one, Tim's blowing up the comments so. Uh, he said in regards to Cowboy Bebop, he said, I've never watched anime either and only watched the live action. Uh, I almost think I was able to enjoy it because I never saw the original. That's Yeah, could be the case for sure. And then he says, Mayor of Kingstown, check that show out. Uh, oh, it's man, definitely on. That. Yeah, it's definitely on the radar. That's for sure. Yeah. But I think it's on. Let me pull up my log. Paramount. Here. Yep. Yep. Paramount Plus. Yeah, that that Yellowstone yep. are, are shows don't even I get me started about. about Yellowstone. That is yeah. so like the new season, which is season four, is on Paramount Plus. The old seasons are on yeah, Peacock. That's inf- yeah, that's infuriating. Yeah. And you can watch, <laughs> but Peacock doesn't have season four. It only has seasons one through three. Yeah, and then you can watch like the first episode for free. Which, by the way, the first episode is like an hour and a half long, which is nuts uh and i watched it and it was really good uh but then you have to subscribe to peacock to watch the rest and i'm just like oh Oh, that's i didn't even know you could subscribe to peacock to be honest with you that was a free thing but um yeah i i mean i'll probably it's a show that i'll probably watch when it's finished i catch it here and there because guys at work watch it it looks i mean it looks good yeah it's pretty the first episode was pretty good i i enjoyed it was not expecting that for uh that platform <laughs> just from like what i've watched it it gave me like texas the sopranos vibes <laughs> <laughs> well tim here called it kind of like game of thrones but on a ranch in montana yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, but here's pretty here, interesting i mean here's the thing though with yellowstone is there is everyone that's like very current and streaming and there's all this great stuff to watch like on these streaming platforms and then Yellowstone which is more so like a TV thing comes along and everybody that's like doesn't watch the streaming stuff is like whoa a good show just like right, out exactly. of nowhere it's the best thing ever it's like yeah. 
if you watched like everything else, there might be other stuff out there too. That's yeah. good, but you know, yeah. you enjoy it. Cause, it, cause sure you do. Good. Yeah. You do nail that. It's like the 40 and over crowd that seems to be really hooked. And I think it's because they're really hooked on cable TV and they yeah. grew up and with they, cable they, TV and they haven't yeah. seen a good cable TV show in the past like 10 years. So, right. Exactly. Um, I don't blame them. Yeah. Yeah. This one's also been on my radar. The 1883 yes, show, which is really the good. Yellowstone prequel. Um, looks like, Red Dead the the show. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Red Dead to the show rather. Yeah. Um I definitely want to watch it but yeah, it's, it is so, so true cuz that's one of the first shows on a cable network that's like picked up traction. A, a Netflix yeah. style like rating or, or something. I, like I don't yeah. even know. It's not like HBO level um but it's definitely not like basic cable yeah it's the only show that i can think of uh, that's on cable that constantly pops up amongst the other shows that are streaming not not to go back to it but uh mr robot aired on usa (laughs) and that show has some crazy stuff in it and i i watched like the first season or two on prime and then watched uh some episodes in season three as they aired on usa and i was like Oh, I I thought they just like uncensored stuff for Prime. I was like, yeah, no, it's just, no just I was like noticing <laughs> that. Yeah, I was noticing that with Yellowstone. Watching it at work, where there's like there were maybe it was Yellowstone. I can't remember what it was, but there were, it was a movie that was on like FX or something. And there was like multiple f bombs. I was like, yeah, I didn't even know this was a thing. To yeah, be honest exactly. with you, I, mean, I guess they got to compete with the streaming services where it is a thing. Yeah. I think it's like, just after a certain time, it's just like, well, it's not considered like prime time. So I guess, you know, we can lax on the ratings and stuff. Yeah, I need to get to Mr. Robot. I bought watchdogs Legion. So it's, it's going to be the show when I play that game. I think I've watched the first season and maybe the first couple episodes and I enjoyed it and I just never finished it. But you seem to bring it up at any possible moment that you can. I will. (laughs) Definitely, any chance I get, get on my Mr. Robot soapbox. Um, yeah. <laughs> and when you start it, tell me, because I'll watch it alongside you. <laughs> yes, I will. Um, but yeah, so uh, my last pick here for uh, HBO Max, which I'm so excited to talk about, uh, is called Landscapers. Um, it's a mini series, four episodes. Um, I always... I never know how to uh, pronounce this dude's name, but Nick, you know who he is. Uh, it's like Daniel Thelewis or Thwillis or yeah, yeah. You know who I'm talking about, Nick? No. Oh my gosh. He played. If only he came prepared. <laughs> uh, Lupin and Harry Potter. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. See, you know who he is. Uh, great actor. Love this dude. Can't say his last name to save my life, though. Um, but also uh, starring Olivia Coleman, who, holy crap, dude, she is like on a whole nother planet in the show. She is so good in the show. Uh, but basically, uh, Landscapers, it follows a true crime, which by all accounts, the crime itself, while it is you know, a crazy crime. Uh, it's not like absurd 
and it's not like it's not there's not really much of a mystery here um but what makes the show so interesting is the presentation of the crime and the 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 whole situation the show is very theatrical it very much plays out like a stage play and they just take a lot of creative liberties of like using symbolism and just weird like uh, i don't know it kind of looks like a twin peaks type of deal i don't know if that's what it is or if you ever watched twin peaks i haven't um <clears throat> but yeah it's just like a stylistic retelling of this this case which again there's no mystery to it you know what like the outcome it's just how they present it to you it's so good so good um this is going to be my new like show so that i good. recommend to everyone <clears throat> so good um there's one particular scene that happens towards the end of episode three that blew my mind i thought it was one of the most like creative scenes of a show i've seen in a long time uh so much so that becca you know we watched this together and uh, per normal uh, she started to doze off because she can't stay up past like eight thirty. Um, <laughs> but normally I'll just finish the episode and it's just like, well, sorry for your loss. Like you, <laughs> you fell asleep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, but the, the scene was so cool that where I was, I looked over and noticed she was asleep and I was just like, all right, I got to shut this off because like she has yeah. to see this. Yeah. Of course she didn't really like appreciate it as much as I did, but, um, <laughs> It still made me be like, okay, I don't, I don't even care if she's not going to appreciate it. Like, I'm going to make her watch this because <laughs> it's so cool. Um, but yeah, it's the acting is phenomenal. I've never, yeah, I've never even uh, heard of it to be the, honest with you. The presentation is beautiful. It's and it's yeah. only four episodes long. Or? Yep, four episodes, little mini series, little one and done short story. Very good. I'm starting to find myself. Um, I kind of like the limited series mini series approach. Uh, I don't know, like between the Marvel series and then yeah. like this, it's just like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, of course I like the longer, you know, multiple season story arcs, but this one's a fun watch. I, I, this is probably my highest recommendation. If you were to check out HBO max. Um, oh, interesting. I might have to check it out. It, it It's piqued my interest for sure. Yeah. Um, and I like that it's so short. Yes, <laughs> to be that's the, that's the cool thing. It's a it's one of those ones where you can watch like in between other stuff. You know, yeah. like if you need a break from grinding out some, probably the same length as the Irishman. <laughs> yeah, pretty True. much. Yeah, it, it really is because yeah. they're each 45, 50 to forty minutes. And oddly enough, I found this show through the newscast. It was one of the articles that. Uh, Made the log. I don't even know if we talked about it on an episode, but I, I saw it and I was like, you know what? I really got to watch this show. This looks amazing. So make sure you guys watch the newscast because there's some good stuff in there. Um, but yeah, let's go to our uh, what we're looking forward to here on HBO, and then we can go through the answer the boys. Wait, 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 wait. Or did I'm we? I'm gonna skip? do my third. Yeah, oh, I have you to didn't do, do my, yours. Oh, and I have to do mine I'm, also. I'm so sorry. I was used to going last, but I was just like. <laughs> 
Uh, your thirds don't matter because landscapers is so good. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Uh, go ahead. Uh, let, we'll let Nick go because he he seemed the most offended by. Yeah, skipped. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you know, let's lighten it up a bit. If you want something light and fun to watch um, on HBO, you know, watch Silicon Valley. It oh, is a good, yeah. good, good comedy um, about some nerds in Silicon Valley. You know, fighting with those tech companies trying to build an app working out of this dude's house and you know like co-op houses they live in and all work out of um it's a good show and it's got it's got some very familiar faces in it um some from the show some from other things that just came onto the show and i've always enjoyed watching it. it's a light watch you know it's a comedy so it's like 23 minutes an episode um does it get much better than that does that have Kamel Nanjiani in it? Yes. Thought. Yeah, I've, I feel like I've I've known about the show, obviously, for a while, because it's like an old show. Um, well, not like super old, but it's been around. Um, it was like four seasons, five seasons, I think. Now. Yeah. And I've always been like, that would probably be a fun watch, but I never had HBO. But now I do. And maybe I'll throw it on. Now I do. Yeah. But you Watch it. Yeah, I've uh, I've uh, been interested in watching it. I'm not a big. Is it a comedy? Yeah, yeah. So it, comedy if you drama. Noticed, yeah, Dramedy. if you notice, like through my list, I don't think I got a single comedy. I'm just not a super guy. serious Chad. Yeah, it is what it is. I'm just swords not big and guns, swords and violence and mobs violence. and Star Wars and. Uh, yeah, so my final show for HBO was actually the most recent show that I've watched on HBO and it's called the outsider. Oh. Um, it is a Stephen King novel about a murder investigation, a child murder investigation in a small town. And it is full of twists and turns and typical Stephen King affair. Uh, this was what I was talking about. Bateman was in that was another serious role. Um, he becomes the accused in this case. And it's it's good, man. It's good. I, uh, I actually heard about it from a guy at work who was reading the book. Him and I always talk about Stephen King books, and he picked up a new book called The Outsider. And I was like, I thought I remember there being a HBO show called The Outsider and ended up looking it up and watching it and binging right through it because I loved every second of it. Um, I like I love Stephen King. So, um, you know, this gives me. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Storm of the Century. Uh, it yes, was like a, sounds familiar. It, it was like a I can't remember if it was like a mini series or a long movie that was on back in the early 2000s. But it, it, I don't know. It just gives me that kind of vibe. It's Stephen King. So, so you know what Stephen King is. You can probably predict kind of where this story is going to go. But, yeah, just cool, man. The first episode sets up a super intriguing mystery that I sunk its claws in pretty quick. So Nice. I'm adding this to my list now because it looks pretty cool. Yes. Mike's never ending list. And also it's yep, got continues to um, grow. Let me look the dude's name up because he plays the bad guy in ben Ready Mendelsohn. Player One. Yes. Um he plays a good guy in this, which is mm. uh rare to see him in the good role. 
He's also so. the isn't he the bad guy in Rogue One? Yes. Yes. Orson Krennic. Yep. So it was cool to see him in a in a more uh, good role, if if you will. The brother from Bloodline. Yes. And yes. the other guy in A Place Beyond the Pines. Yes. He's been in a lot, actually. Yes. Because yeah, I don't know if you another one it. of those guys. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he the is. old the, the old in everything the coach but, from freaking Friday Night Lights. I still can't remember his name. Who's also in Bloodlines and is the Kyle brother Chandler. of him. Yeah. yeah. And their brother is in Bloodline. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys the ever guys. heard of um Animal Kingdom, the show yep. on TNT? Yeah. So yeah. it's a fantastic freaking show, I'm not gonna lie. But he, it's based off a movie, and it like blew my mind that he plays Pope in the movie. So anybody that watches Animal Kingdom, Pope's like the kind of unhinged uh, brother. Um, but he plays Pope in the, in the original movie. It was like, I was like, oh my gosh, that's a perfect casting for that character. But speaking of the Pope, you should watch uh, the Young Pope on HBO. The Chad, Young Pope with Jude Law. There's a couple seasons, but the first season's like on its own, kind of, I guess. But that's the good one. I haven't really. The second one didn't grab me as well as the first one. Is it's it? Good, though. It's a. Yeah, it's it about a benevolent young pope, played by Jude Law. Oh yeah, yeah. I always. Uh, <laughs> this is weird for me because I grew up in a Catholic family, but Catholic stuff just is really well done into horror stuff for me personally. So that's like all, all I want out of Catholic church stuff and movies is it to have some sort of horror element, whether it be the nun or, you know, there's yeah. something creepy about the Catholic church. It is what it is. Yep. You can hate me for saying it. It's, yeah. it's true. It does great in horror. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't argue with that. Um, <clears throat> all right. So so we've all gone. Yes. We're good to go now for the yeah. what we're looking forward to. Picture. Um <laughs> sorry. Uh I There's added... only one thing we're looking forward to watching on HBO Max. And that's What's Peacemaker. That? Oh yeah. That actually is on my list, Peacemaker. Um, but totally because of Tim and not because of Jordan. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> um, I hope Jordan's watching. Yeah. Uh <laughs> But yeah, Peacemaker's on there. I added The Outsider. That looks really good. Um, and then while I was on The Outsider's uh, IMDb page, scrolled down and saw Sharp Objects, which I remember wanting to watch when that came out. Uh, so I added that to my list. Uh, but also on there is Lovecraft Country. Looks really interesting. Uh, yeah. The Mar of East Town. Uh, yeah per Nick's uh, glaring recommendation when he watched it. And then, of course, uh, finishing up Game of Thrones, because I'm, I'm pretty close to being done with the first season. Uh, and I like what I've seen so far. I had to take a little break. Uh, of course, squeeze in a Boba Fett episode. And then I was two weeks behind on The Expanse. So um, slammed out episodes four and five the other night and uh, anxiously awaiting episode six. Cause... Watch it after the episode here. True, I gotta go to bed though because I was up too late last night working on a banger. Um, which I will totally let you listen to, Chad. But I really was working on a banger last night. 
And then my good friend Jeff finished it up, brought it home for me today. Nice. Um, but yeah, what are you guys looking forward to on the old HBO? Go ahead, Nick. Peacemaker. That's it? Yep. Nice. That's all I got. I can't, I just can't look too far in the future. I can't yeah. think yeah. of anything. <laughs> that. On our third I don't, category I don't have a here, we're getting that. that organizes everything. <laughs> yeah, I need true. To watch. You know what? I told you you could you could have a tab on here. I don't want a tab. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the organized life of show watching. <laughs> I hope to someday take my show watching as serious as that, but it probably will never happen. Maybe my games. Maybe I should do that with my games. Do it. Um now you're thinking. So what was it, Maravistown or whatever? That looks really good. That popped up after I watched The Outsider. I was, uh, it looks really good. Uh, I'm really, really looking forward to the Game of Thrones prequel. We'll see how it turns out. I think mm. the trailer looks like it's uh, on the right path. I wanted the White Walker prequel series, but we didn't get it. So that sucks. Um, but for what I can't wait to watch that's on there right now, is the entire is going to shock you Harry Potter series because I've never seen a single one of them. That actually does shock me. Dang, yes. you haven't seen a single one, and I you read don't the first like Lord of the Rings. You yeah. are so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I read the first book back in 1997 wow. when it came out. <laughs> um, but I have not seen, to my knowledge, I don't think I've seen a single movie. Uh, there impressive. is there is a big Harry Potter game coming out, so I have been putting it off that for true. that purpose. So I'm sure I'm going to you... dive in and, and be in love with it, to be honest with you, because it looks right up my alley. So, But you don't like Lord of the Rings. But I hate Lord cool. of the Rings. Yeah, um, it's a snooze fest, to be honest with you. It couldn't be any more boring. <laughs> I love <laughs> how you like correlate your, your watching schedule yeah, with your gaming schedule yeah, that's i me, love bro. it so much i tried it's to so do that awesome. with lord of the rings too there was two uh, lord of the rings games that were really good and uh, i couldn't get into the games or the movies so mm. we need a remake of uh whatever the amazing like two tower video game was back on like playstation mm. good yeah, whatever. yeah uh, uh i think that those games are really good because they have like uh or the ones that I'm talking about because they have the Arkham's Combat, which is really uh, cool the with the sword. Games. Yeah, Shadow Mordor, Shadow War, um, which is really cool with a sword. Um, maybe someday I'll get a Game of Thrones game like that. Oh God, <laughs> I would just love a like e- either a MMO Game of Thrones or like a huge open world Game of Thrones where I can travel across because it's there. All the stories are there. The maps there. It. It'd yeah. be like a shoo-in, but it'll Witcher, but Game of Thrones. Yeah, the Witcher, the Witcher fit perfectly because it's kind of like Game of Thrones. It's very Game of Thronesy. Uh, it's it, giving me the itch for Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it really is. Uh, it's funny because when I started The Witcher, is when I started Game of Thrones. So they oh, nice. they paralleled together, and it was perfect. Makes sense. Um, great. Well, I feel like uh, I've literally added stuff to my. A literal log because i do have a log uh for, for my backlog um but yeah so hopefully uh you guys got some some ideas for some new stuff to watch and listeners i hope you guys uh, got some um items to add to your black back i almost said black log <laughs> <laughs> the uh, blacklist and backlogs your back together yes um i'm tired because that banger i like <laughs> i ended my stream right at like 10.45 or something, respectable. 
And I was like, you know, I really want to work on this song. And then I like did and I looked up and it was like after 12 and I was like, ah, crap. And then yeah. I was like, because I was, my mind was going and I was like excited about where the song was headed. I just like couldn't fall asleep. And so, yeah, today I was just like sitting here like, oh, I'm so tired. Um, <laughs> well, good thing you're going to add more things to your list from Answer the Boys. Right. Yeah. Uh, which we did get a crap load of replies to. So thank you, guys. Uh, we love reading through your comments here on our Answer the Boys topic of the week, which, of course, we asked what your top three shows on Disney Plus, Netflix and HBO Max. Um, and then. You guys also threw in some shows from other platforms too, which is cool. Um, the first one, Malt Choco, Choco, Coco, um, new Discord go. member. Uh, welcome. Thank you for jumping right into the conversation. Uh, he has Netflix, Daredevil Season 3. Uh, hard agree. Pristine. pristine. Uh, Disney Plus, The Mandalorian Season 1. Not bad. And HBO Max. Well, a shocking one, Doom Patrol Seasons 1 and 2. Um, I did like Doom Patrol, but I think we talked about before, I think Titans is uh, heads and shoulders above Doom Patrol, but not saying Doom Patrol is bad. I, I like Doom Patrol a lot, but I feel like if you're not into the really like off-the-wall stuff, you're probably going to hate Doom Patrol. Yeah. Um, but Titans is just really, really, really good. And then he threw a bonus one in there. I'm assuming you're a he. Sorry if you're a she or they. Um, we're just going to gloss over that whole thing that I was... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Amazon Prime, he has Mad Men. Yeah, glaring really... miss for me, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I need to get to this. Does Prime have, like, AMC shows? With, uh... I mean, my... Yeah, they have like yeah. the AMC Plus or something. No, no I think they have some yeah. of the rights to some of that stuff. I'll yeah. have to look at some stuff because there's, uh, I think, a show that I've wanted to watch for a while. Is, Mad Men was on uh, Netflix for the longest time. Is it not there anymore? I don't uh, believe so. Question. But yeah, thank you, Malt Coco. I'm going to call you Coco, uh, even though it's Choco. Choco. I don't know. We're going to move it's on. Coco. Uh, well, if it was Coco, wouldn't they just not have this, the H? No, that's a fair way of spelling Coco, I think. Yeah, I, I think, think so. it is also. Yeah. All right, we'll go with Malt Coco. We're going to need some clarification on how to pronounce your Discord name, <laughs> please. Uh, anything to drive up uh, engagement and comments into it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, the next one is from uh, Dad the Cap, uh, which is my friend who helped me finish my, my banger today. Um, he said, started watching Station Eleven on HBO Max. Pretty cool. Oh, and you didn't list Showtime. My pick for that would have to be Yellow Jackets. Um, I didn't yeah, even know Showtime was still a thing, but I keep hearing about Station Eleven. Same. A lot of people talking about Station Eleven, and uh, I am excited to watch it, but I have too much stuff, so it's it's in the twos on my log. Ones are our high priority. Twos, like we're gonna get there. Um. And I've only seen like the the like poster for Yellow Jackets looks looks cool, but I don't really know much about that show at all. Um, but thank you for your comment, Biosiv, the one and only. Uh, he says Netflix came with Don't Look Up at the end of the year, and I legit bawled at how well it finished. 
WandaVision was a surprise winner on Disney Plus, almost didn't beat out Mando. And only because I didn't get to see The Matrix yet, The Suicide Squad takes <coughs> the gold on HBO Max. It was not at all what I was expecting, and I liked it. Um, I need to watch that. Yeah, me too. I don't know that I've seen the original, though, to be honest. I don't I don't know if you have to. Um, yeah, is it like a sequel? I don't think. I don't think. I think it it's just kind of like, here's the here's Suicide a, Squad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, with DC, you just, you never know. You, just, you never know. I just yeah. assume everything is yeah. standalone at this point. Yeah, they're a shit show. Um, but yeah, I've, I've heard the Suicide Squad is really good. And of course, that's uh, where the Peacemaker spinoff series uh, spawned from. So I feel like it's only natural to watch the Suicide Squad and then go binge uh, Peacemaker. Uh, ginormous 76, another new discord, uh, member, uh, welcome. And thank you for, uh, answering our topic here. He says Netflix, the Witcher, uh, to all the boys trilogy, easily a top three movie trilogy. Never heard of this. And I had to look at this. Yeah, uh, me either. HBO max. He says be foreigners, love life and hacks, uh, Disney plus he says Loki and WandaVision. Apple TV Plus, uh, good to see some Apple TV love here. Uh, Ted Lasso, great show. Uh, Dickinson, speaking of uh, Haley Seinfeld, Steinfeld, uh, she's in that show. C, on my list with Jason Momoa. And then Mythic Quest, which um, looks to be a, a pretty funny show about working at a dev studio, gaming dev studio, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got the one dude from Always Sunny, not Charlie Day. Uh, the other dude. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to check out To All the Boys. I'm, I've seriously never heard of this. Have I haven't either. either guys? No. no. All right. Just Let's The Boys. It. Yeah. Definitely heard of The Boys. All the Boys. Let's see what we're working with here. Oh. Okay. If this is it, it's not at all what I was expecting. Um, seems to be a a rom-com series of movies. Hmm. Yeah, uh, it does seem that way. Yeah, it would appear that that would be what it is. Don't know why I said that so weird. Uh, it's probably because I'm tired. Uh, Rachel's Holiday, she says, uh, wait, this is, uh, you know, last two comments coming in here. She says, Netflix... Still working on it, but my pick is made. My wife watched that show. Uh, it's done really well. The, the story, um, yeah, very sad and kind of hard for me to watch at times, so I didn't really watch it, but uh, she slammed through it, and like every time that I walk through the living room while she's like painting a piece of furniture and had it on, uh, the scenes that I caught were really, like it's a really well done show. Um, just kind of a, you know, heavy story. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, hands down, pretty good show. Uh, Disney Plus, she says, Encanto, of course, no question. Um, I feel like, you know, her and Nick are really, like, propping up Encanto, as it, as it oh, should yeah. be. But they, they're definitely driving the Encanto love in Discord. And then HBO Max, she says, The Matrix. Um, and then oh, last, man. sure. <laughs> I mean, can't, they're all on there. 
So I why think not? she might she well she didn't specify. I figured that meant the newest one because it was on there for a while. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm going to lean towards. Uh, but Rachel, feel free to correct us if we're wrong. Uh, and last but not least, our boy Cozy Contagion says, "Haven't really watched too much on Netflix, Disney Plus, or HBO recently, but thoroughly enjoyed the first season of the Chucky series." I believe it was on Peacock. Not the best, but interesting how they kept things going. Um, you know, honestly, I think Peacock might turn out to be like a, a decent platform. So they have some good stuff. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I have I, I'm sharing a Peacock account with my other brother-in-law that we both totally pay for halfsies legally um so i'm gonna have to check out some of these shows on paramount plus especially uh the the mayor of kingstown that just yeah that show looks awesome because you know speaking of jeremy renner jeremy. and i think coach is in that show too but i might be mistaken uh from friday night lights sorry i just <laughs> will refer to him as coach from here on out um i'm gonna i, I really gotta look up what his name is i'm pretty sure it's kyle chandler yeah, that's it. And now I gotta make sure he's in that show because I feel really good. <laughs> You're doing great, Mike. You're doing yeah. great. I don't know why you guys let me do this. <laughs> I think we're about um, to trap you. <laughs> like taking an outro to 45 minutes long. That's right, bro. <laughs> All right, yeah, he's definitely in this show. I see his picture on the dumb poster. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's our answer the boys segment for this week. Uh, thank you guys for chiming in. We always appreciate your replies. We love talking about them on the show here. Um, and yeah, you guys have any last words before we wrap up and get out of here? That's it. No, that's it. All right, sounds good to me. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Uh, to everyone who chimed in during the live stream, Tim and Bio. Uh, thank you so much, Steve. Thanks for the comments. Um, and yeah, if you like what you heard, please consider subscribing. Check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash showboyspodcast. Uh, we also have the merch store uh, link in the episode description. Uh, join our Discord uh, so you can answer the boys next week. Uh, link is also in the episode description. And um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, and we'll talk to you Sunday night for the Boba Fett Companion Series. Oh, yeah. Um, until then, it's you guys have a wonderful night and enjoy our theme song. And we'll see you Sunday. So get this, um, Bim. Just someone's like, you might as well just go, just wait and watch all three Peacemaker episodes in a row. And I was like, yeah, I'll probably just go watch the finale of the Expanse. 
Um, and he's like, I haven't watched that. My mom watches it though. Should I? I was like, you Dude, should. his mom. I was rules. like, your mo- I was like, your mom is cool. 